This is the Australian Hunting Podcast, hunting, shooting and fishing radio on the AHP Digital Radio Network. Visit us at australianhuntingpodcast.com.au. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Here's the host of the show, Jason Selms. All right, welcome back to the Australian Hunting Podcast here on the AHP Digital Radio Network. We just did one of our straight shootings uh, live from HuntFest. Uh, now we're having to go and basically have a chat to uh, people that are hunting, that like hunting, shooting, and fishing. And, uh, mate, Mars, there's a lot of people here today, mate. It's uh, Well, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, very popular. There's been quite a few people uh, going through the exhibition centre. There's... Uh, Wonderful uh, shows outside. We've got the double SAA shooting range, the uh, air rifle target. We've got uh, a um, a bow hunting range there, uh, which uh, kids are having a go, which is fantastic. We've got Andy Mallon, Jason making some venison sausages Mate. outside. It's so fantastic, and also we've got um, uh, we've got a catering company over there, which is doing some top uh, burgers and goat burgers and I've venison got to admit, sausages. Mate. Wow, it's just. Mate, I've tried one of those goat burgers, Jason. They are an absolute cracker. Mate, that, that was literally one of the best burgers I've ever had. I can't believe it was so juicy. It was moist. It was tender. Obviously, the way they prepared, prepared it was uh, you know, really nice. Yeah, Andy Mallon's out there doing some deer caping demonstrations. Uh, there's a lot of people in here this morning that were you know, running around looking at certain things, uh, you know, buying things, camo gear. As I said, we're across from EDIT, hunting gear and outdoors. Uh, Aussie outdoor gear just around the corner. Well, we saw the Shooters and Fishers party double there as well. Double S, double A here in yep. strong force yep. too. So game, uh, sorry, going to say the Game Council. Then the DPI as well. They're DPI, over there yeah. doing uh, tests as well to get your game license so you can hunt uh, on public or private land in New South Wales. It's been, it's been a great time. Well, you know what? It's been a lot of uh, young people here too, Jason, and we're going to interview some soon. So yeah. uh, it's been great, fantastic. A lot of the young girls and uh, young young boys here who are interested in hunting, they come with their mum and dad and uh, Checking out all the gear and uh, some of the guns and also uh, some of the uh, clothing and equipment. But it's been I mean, even outside, there's a lot of stuff outside. There's the mobile air rifle range as well that the double SAA's put on. Uh, it's, been, know, it's been a great time. I mean, we've been, obviously, guys, you know, we, we haven't recorded a lot. We've just been actually just talking to people as well, getting excited with people about what they like about hunting, shooting, fishing, why they want to get out in the bush. Some young people as well, which you'll hear just a bit later on the show. Um, you know, and people that have come that just didn't even expect to come to Huntfest, uh, they've come to town with their friends to come into Naruma and, uh, oh, well, let's go to Huntfest. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, look, I've enjoyed myself uh, immensely. Uh, this is a beautiful little town, Naruma, fantastic coastal little town, and it's a great way to bring our culture, our sports and uh, our passion to uh, the south coast of New South Wales. Uh, fantastic. And, uh, you know... I- what about that wonderful breakfast we had this morning, Jace, at yeah, the cafe, the overlooking, cafe. overlooking the rumour? Beautiful. Yeah. Just absolutely picturesque uh, place to be in. And uh, Hunfest is a great, great uh, event here uh, once a year in this beautiful little town. And it brings in a lot of money into the economy too, Jason. I think $1.5 million every time it comes in and is growing and growing. And uh, I've spoken to some of the locals and they really love it. They love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a, it's been a really really good time, and uh, I think we probably should get into a few interviews first. We'll see how we go. We'll uh, have a chat to a few people and see what their thoughts are on Huntfest, hunting, shooting, and fishing. So, let's get into some of our interviews. 
Hey everybody, it's Tom Knapp. And if in case you're listening to the Australian Hunting Podcast, I'm here to tell you we got a big show coming up here. So put on your radio, put on your headphones, get it going because we're coming on. All right, we've got the organizer of Huntfest. The one and only... Dan Field. <laughs> you got in there before me. Yeah, what was your name? My name was... Um, uh, Buffhead. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. Good, good. Hey, I've got a question for you. Mars, you know, sitting next to me. Yeah. You, I'm not going to say it on, on, on air because we don't want to sort of get out. Um, we, we went on a hunting trip. <laughs> basically, you promised us deer. <laughs> and, and, and Mars is basically... He, he couldn't hunt anything. You know, and I, I'm just as bad. I sh- do, do, do tell a lie. I had an opportunity to hunt it to shoot a deer. A small, um, was it, was, I think it was a Samba. I'm pretty sure it was a Samba spiker. I'm pretty yeah. sure, but I failed miserably yeah. and I, I lost it in the pine and uh, it was my fault. Yeah, well, is Muzz a stick chucker or does he use a rifle? No, well, <laughs> not he, a stick chucker. What, did you, what were you using that day? 30? I'll tell you what, that day I could have used rifle and all those bloody um, Yeah, well, see, we went down to that same <laughs> spot last yeah, yeah. Thursday and we got two deer in four hours. Jeez, we were there for a good, what, four days? Well, you're, you're a better four hunter of us than us. For four four for sure. of us for four days, yeah. give or take. Oh, we, we did. We did get one. Our mate Rick got a, uh, a small fellow. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So oh, obviously good. they know how to hunt. So there's a difference. <laughs> I certainly don't. I certainly don't. That's for sure. Mate, you got to put the hours in. It's just the yeah. luck of the draw. No, nah, you're right, mate. Yeah. Absolutely I mean, we right. we got out of the car, walked for about two hours, just started to come home, and there's two, and he got it with one shot. Two deer with one shot. Two deer with one shot. Two deer I can't with even one get shot. Well, they're standing right next to each other. They were, yeah, they were beside each other. <laughs> beside each other. Mm-hmm. And he went for a heart lung. It went cool through one. the first two and <laughs> into the next one. Killed it too. They wow. Good, they good size. Which, uh, yeah, they were, bucks or they were, yeah, they were good bucks. Yeah, there was uh, about a four-year-old and about a three-year-old. Yeah, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, we went on a trip um, to another state forest spot three weeks ago, maybe four yep. weeks ago, yep. somewhere around there. And... Um, Michael just sat in a great spot. This is his second trip, and he uh, got two deer. He bagged two of them. Unbelievable. Well That's what I mean. The right spot. It's just, and one was a one was a pretty good. The other, uh, I'm surprisingly because the, the the first one that he got, which was, you know, a quite a large animal. Yeah, yeah. Um, compared to the other one, was a lot smaller. The other one, the other big buck that had, had much bigger antlers, was yeah. a lot smaller. A lot smaller. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, see, I, I normally hunt myself with black powder, so. Right. Yeah. 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 Either my flintlock, which is 50 cal, or my sharps, which is Black powder cartridge. Wow. You know, and it, uh, the flintlock's all right, but the, the black powder cartridge on the sharps, it's throwing 450 grain hollow points at about 1,200 feet a second. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Made it look a brick. <laughs> it, yeah, it hits them like a brick, yeah. How's the, how did you go? I'm looking at here on this wall over here, the uh, photo competition. There seems to be a lot of photos. Is this more or less than last year? Mate, or? we got smashed this year. What you're seeing up there, I th- we spent uh, on both sides, we spent five hours printing. And we only printed the top 25 wow. to 30 in each category. I think we got over 2,000. You're you joking. Did, no, you that many no. photos. Wow. That's, that's how many we got. We got, uh, and then we got, I think in the best professional video, we had, I think, about 20 entries in that. All very good. And then the best hunting video, I think we've got about 100 entries in that. And they, the, the videos have already been judged. So we'll hear about that tomorrow night at the pub. I know. I'm looking at some of these in the wildlife ones. I mean, look at these shots of these deer up the top, just looking back at them. Yep. I can't believe. What's that top one there? The quality there's, there's of a, these I can't, My eyes are bad. Is that a it, fellow right in the middle there at the top, looking back at us? No, that's a big. That's a big, big fourteen Samba? point. No, a big fourteen point red. That was oh, red. Apparently, that's up around the Cooma area. You've got better vision than me. And I, um, you, 
Maybe just that's probably why I see the deer. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, Dan, last, last trip I snuck up on uh, Jason, and I was literally 50, oh, 15 metres away from please. him wearing blaze orange and everything. He couldn't and he didn't see, see, see you. No, he no. didn't see me. <laughs> what, what happened was I was just, you know, so, basically I was looking at some photos on my phone, just looking at a few things. I took a photo. Yeah, mucking a few, around. Yeah, of a few you know, <laughs> footprints, and I thought this would be a great spot just to sit, have a bit bite to eat. You know, it was about, I don't know, about what, 8.30, 9, 8.30, somewhere 8.45, yeah. somewhere around there. And then <laughs> all of a sudden I hear this, He's on. Oh shit! Look, he's about ten meters away to my left hand side. And he wonders why he doesn't shoot deer. Yeah, I know. Hey, Dan, it? Dan, I've got to ask you. Yeah. Hunt Fest is um, been going for three years. Yeah, and this is fourth show. Yeah, fourth show. Four right. Okay, yeah. and it's been getting bigger and better every year. Uh, what's bigger your, what, and better every year. What's your thoughts, mate? Because I'm very impressed. I've been going around to have a look at all the exhibits. I've tried the goat burger. Fantastic. Yep. No, that was good actually. And, yeah, oh, it mate, is. it's just really good. And uh, I've seen a lot of the kids having fun uh, shooting their archery and also having a go at the air, air, rifle. air rifle range, yeah. which is fantastic. What What are your thoughts, mate? You mate, it'll, it's getting bigger. I mean. Already today, by 1 o'clock, we were 300 people up that on last year's wow, figures, no, so I, I'm not sure what the final gate was today. I mean, we'll, we'll get over 3,000 for the weekend. Brilliant. And Brilliant. I, mean, it's, I mean, we've got great sponsors, the SSAA, um, New South Wales, uh, and the South Coast Hunters puts it on, of course, but we really couldn't do it without the SSAA, without them stepping in. Hunt yeah. Fest was, was sort of... And tell us about how many times you've beaten the greens. I mean, this is important. This is why yeah, well, we decided to come down. I mean, I've got a new car, so we can actually make it this time. We've got <laughs> enough gear, you know what I mean? That little crappy uh, I think Suzuki. we've been in council now about eight or nine times. Oh, Did you see any antis out the front? No antis? Yeah, we've had a couple of antis there today um, screaming and yelling that, you know, it's on public land. They wanted to come in for nothing, but security sorts that out, mate. So Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, they say they're going to come and protest every year, but... They never come in mass numbers. There's only 20 of them. They're, they're pretty loud. Oh, they've got more bark than bite, yeah. Well, and we just keep beating them. I mean... They, Good. And, yeah. and we, you know, we don't baffle them with bullshit. We just use our facts and figures. I mean, this year, yeah. if, we, if the numbers are right, we'll have brought another probably 750,000 into our town. Wow. From, you know, just from accommodation, yeah. meals and that. What people forget, Huntfest was started to save Naruma. What, what's happened since the Greens had to do with the Labor Party to bring in all the marine parks, Batemans Bay Marine Parks, tourism fell off 38% because you weren't allowed to fish. I mean, we've got two of the biggest motels closed down in town. Shops were closing down, and we said, look, we want to promote our sport, and we want to help the town. So that's how Huntfest was, was formed. Yeah. But just, just on that issue with Batemans Bay, uh, Dan, can you... I've recently heard they've got some incredible problems with all the bats. Yeah, mate. Yeah, they've got uh, thousands. And they I can't get rid of them. I've been no. bat shooting on a crop in... Uh, I personally been fantastic. up there. must be 20,000. And they're in the water gardens, and the, the stink's bad enough. They've just got permission to move them on. They're going to try and disperse them. Um, how, I don't know how, how they're going to do, do that. Apparently, they're going to um, chop all the trees down and play loud music and flashing lights. I don't know. Ask National Parks. They've got yeah, the plan. Yeah, that might work. But I can't, cost a I can't of grand. believe. I can't believe, mate. And this is not just Bateman's Bay, but there's a lot of areas that have huge bat problems. Yeah. And I can't believe they're protected species. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you can't shoot them. You can't no. do anything. Yeah. Not allowed to shoot greenies either. Is there any uh, different inclusions here this year that weren't included here last year? Any new? Yeah, uh, there's. Um, well, we've got the. Well, there are, there's us. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm yeah, here. you guys. I'm here. Uh, we had Scary Sharp coming down, but they've had an accident. Um, oh. We've lost a couple 
because of bad traffic. Uh, AHA was coming this year. They actually got a stall here, and then they blew their truck up on the way up. So, oh, oh, yeah, shit. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, a biggish uh, firearm display from St. Mary's Gun Shop. Good. good. ADA are again uh, here this year for the first time. Shooters party are back again. So, good. yeah, yep. I mean, we've got EDT hunting and outdoor gear. They're here. Does uh, the, do most people like? I mean, we you know when I mean we stayed at that as you said spoke before that Farm Borough Motel. Yeah, Farmborough Motel. Yeah, yeah. We left a uh, a review on their on their Facebook page. Um, yeah, we went to the cafe just above, just on the hill there, yeah. that little cafe at the top. They're not sure yeah. what it's called. There were a Casey's, of, yeah, yeah, a couple of nice looking ladies in there. Tell you what, uh, you know, but we had, we we spending money here. I mean, do, do the people in the community? I mean, the the retailers, the caravan parks. They love the, Huntfest. Do they, mate? They love it. Um, when it first took off, because of the, they thought it was going to be controversial, they weren't very supportive. Chamber of Commerce, when we first started off, thought it was going to be controversial because the Greens reckoned that 90% of people didn't want it, which was an out-and-out lie. And so they wouldn't support us. Now they're one of our biggest supporters. And see, yeah. traditionally, June long weekend has been our quietest period in the rumour. It's just dead. Yep, yep. Now it's one of the busiest. I mean, last year the pub ran out of food. The club over here had a now wait. They ran wow. out of food. So they're all primed now. They know how many people we bring in. Fantastic. And I mean, but just, you know, it saved the town. Over that, Chris, over that quiet period of winter, they're getting this huge influx of money into town and it's, yeah, businesses are staying open. Well, Dan, you know, um, double S, double A, St. Mary's here with the ammo sales. Yeah. I asked them to go get some BBs and they told me they've already sold out. Yeah, mate, I mean. <laughs> and it's only Saturday. What a lot of people don't realise is we don't make a great deal of money out of the booths. What we try and do is take our money out of the gate. Now, that keeps their cost down and our cost down. And and all our surveys, we do exit surveys every Sunday. Our exit survey shows the average guy that comes to Huntfest spends $762. Oh, wow. Now, there's nothing like this on the south coast. Mm. The nearest gun shop to us is Braidwood, two hours ago, two hours away. And they might have what we want. So we've got to go to Sydney. And, and, I, and, I, and I've been to that little gun shop. It's not, yeah. not too bad, but it's a, it's, it's a long whack. It's yeah, a, it is. It's a long drive. To that's just that's our nearest firearms dealer. Yeah, that's a long so, drive. So, you know, guys come in, they buy their supplies for the year. So oh, one of the newer ones here, which I, I is Tusks. With their, I think with, I saw that. Yeah, their it? camo gear. They've been doing extreme wheels. A lot of bags coming out with that on it. But yeah, no, it's. Oh, yeah, it's one up just up the end here near our booth. They've got some great camo gear. That might be the one just up the end here. Yeah, no, that's Blackfoot. Blackfoot, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, he's in. A, that's all Australia made. Tux is all Australia made. I think. Um, what is it? Ballistics, uh, New South Wales ballistics guy, um, Steve Hurt. I think his name is. He's yeah. doing extremely. Everyone at the show does great. Yeah, people you, spend money. Do you think the people like? I mean, even the green, even the council, are they starting to see the benefits really, or they're still against it? You reckon? I mean, I know some no, people were against it. The majority of the councils in in Yurubadala. Are very supportive. There's only two that ever vote against us: uh, Gabby Harding, the, the Green, the green. <laughs> and um, Mrs. Bryce, who's a sidekick. They're the only ones that ever vote against right. us. Yeah. The rest of the council. Why do they want to drive money gun, out of Naruma? Well, they just see firearms, and because it's such a family show, I mean, it's only ten dollars a head to get in, and we let children in for free under sixteen. They see that it. How do they put it? Uh, we're desensitising children to firearms. Well, I would rather a, a child come in here and learn the safety aspects of firearms and go home and mm. not know. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. And look, Greens 
traditionally don't like us anyway. We're shooters. Yeah. But, but that's not, I don't understand why they're not seeing the, the, the influx of dollars into the local area. I mean, maybe even they're probably getting a bit shitty now because the people are saying, well, you know, we're getting this money and we're like, we wouldn't have they booked are. a hotel here otherwise. Yeah, we, Jason, wouldn't, we wouldn't have had a cafe meal up there. We wouldn't yeah. have, you know, spent yeah, money but, here. But not, it's not only just the money. It's just a great day out. It's it great, is. It's a great family event. And, I mean, it's nothing – I can't see anything better than taking your kids down to have a, a practice at the I know, archery range. I but I'm range. talking yeah. to the general and, and public, their well, perception, yeah. you know, then, you mm. know, when they start seeing the dollars rolling yeah. in, they're like, well, well you know, tell you we funny, were unsure before. But Last year was really funny. I had a, had a rather young lady come up. She would have only been in her 30s. That's young to me. Mm. Um, and she had a little girl with her, probably about six or seven. And she said, oh, is this where you skin the animal? And I thought, it's going to be on. She's obviously – and I said, yes, it is. She went – can my daughter come in and see it? I want her to see where our food comes from. Well, yeah. I said, yeah. By all, she went to pay. I said, if you're only here to do that, you go and have a look and go right through the show, thinking, you know, I've won someone over. The next day, she brought her five-year-old son to the show. <laughs> I saw him about 20 minutes ago walking around. She's now joined the SSAA at the Bay. And so, you know, I mean, right. it just takes that. I mean, we've, we've made... Both her children are aware of where food comes from, where it really comes from. I mean, whether it comes from an abattoir or out in the bush, someone has got to dispatch the animal. Yep. And that's where your chops come from, sweetie. Yeah. That's, that's I right. mean, one of our biggest things is the skinning, butchering, and sausage display out there. I mean, you, you can't move. Yeah. He bought oh, one, back Andy one Mallon, of those Andy Mallon's doing a, he's I mean, doing a great job. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe actually how good those. I'm actually really surprised. Like they were so juicy, they weren't yep. dry, they weren't. They're actually really nice. Yeah, very nice, very nice. So I had uh, I had the venison sausage uh, as well. Yeah, you had a we, venison we, dog. I had the venison dog. <laughs> it was fantastic, <laughs> and also um, the 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 goat uh, burger, which was oh, juicy yeah. as. Like, it's the best go- best burger, one of the best uh, burgers uh, I've listen, had. And I'm, I'm not just saying that because I want to show. Like it, it, mm. I, even my some of my sausages don't taste as good as that. Right. The mincemeat doesn't taste as good as that. And all uh, all that venison and the goat. Is all grown locally. So once yeah. again, Huntfest has one farmer sold all his goats to it, to the guy, went up to the abattoirs. The abattoirs got the money out of it. Then it was sent to the butchers. The butchers got the money out of it. Yeah. The deer farmer did the same thing. So once again, Huntfest is actually creating more wealth into our little community. Wonderful. Mm. I mean, next year we've had the local farmers markets have asked if they can come and sell veggies across the road in the car park. I said, whatever we can do to help. That's what we're here for. Yep. And yeah. that's what people need to see, that hunters aren't these bad guys, that we're here to help you make a quid and, and whatever way we can. Yep. Yeah. Still can't understand that, you know, when people are bringing money in, lots of money, you know, not seeing the economic benefits, you know, of what's going on. Well, see, on. David Shuby just got that show up at uh, the, it's called the Alternate Photo Competition. <laughs> oh, and, and I'm going to go up there, I reckon there's about two people up there. And he said, you know, we shoot, we shoot our animals with a camera, and yet <laughs> one of their awards is for the best animal that's been hurt by a bow or a gun. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, it's He's a it in that itself. Bloke, a hypocrite. That's, that's, now, yeah. they're, they're holding that at Badala, and you see the crowd shots, and it's David Shoebridge and his five hanger-oners, Kathy, and a few safes. I mean, you're lucky if they can fill the camera lens up. But do you think the – what about the, the those safe morons? Are they on the nose with the community, do you think? Are they looking at them going, oh, well, Mate, we had you know, a meeting bringing money me- in? About three weeks ago, we had a meeting up at the local um, – golf club here in Aruma and it was meet the councillors and have your say on any issue and safe got up and a little old lady got up and told them to sit down and shut up they lost get over it <laughs> they're bringing money into town <laughs> a little old lady a little old lady she'd have been in her 70s she, oh, we're sick of hearing you whinging 
<laughs> and we all started to clap. Oh, I would have paid money to see that. <laughs> so how long do you plan on going? A long time into the into the future? We're or? looking at another seven years with Huntfest, and if it's still as popular, then we'll go again. Yeah, so right. we're, we're looking to one day go right across over the road, and so it'll be twice as big, getting demountable buildings and more more firearms. What a lot, What people don't realise is a lot of the guys come here to try and book hunts, and we've got no outfitters coming. I mean, you try and say, and they go, oh, it's too far to go. But, I mean, the guys are booked to hunt. The, the African outfitter yeah. that was here last year, he was booked out, and most of them booked to hunt this year. So he rang up and said, can I get in? And then rang back and said, look, I'm booked out from Aussies. He sold 10 Australian hunts, at, 10 South, South African hunts at Huntfest last year. Wow. Yeah, not bad. So and they're not cheap. And they're not cheap, no. <laughs> so, I mean, there was, uh, I think, a couple of Australian outfitters wanted to come and then said, oh, it's too far to come. I mean, guys will book the hunt. we just got to get them here. Mm. I mean, up until about an hour ago, you couldn't move in the joint. And it'll be the same tomorrow. Yeah. Well, mate, well, Dan, I've uh, immensely enjoyed myself. Naruma's a fantastic little town. Is? And uh, to be honest, uh, I've, been I, I've oh, driven no. past it a couple of mm. times, but I've never really stopped and looked around mm. as much as I'd like to. But this time I have, and I've enjoyed myself uh, you know, greatly. It's a beautiful little I know, town. When we first started, I was a bit nervous. You know, and I, we don't normally do this in front of people, except yeah. you know, maybe I think the only one we've done is probably really in person is the shot show, wasn't it really? Um, and, you know, it was, that's just walking around, but having people come up, maybe discussions and yeah. interviewed a bunch of kids and, you know, what they... I mean, someone just came down, one of these young girls, and they said, let's go into Naruma. She's not even from here. Oh, mm. we'll, 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 go out, we'll go over to Hunfest. And uh, all of a sudden, she shot the air off. It's like, when I get home, I want Dad to go, you know, to take me shooting. Take so. me shooting, yeah. Look, Hunfest has been a win-win situation for everybody. Not only our, the small South Coast Hunters Club, um, but it's it's really helped the town. It's helped, the, and greater than that, it's helped Eurovidala, and more importantly, it's helped our sport. It yeah. really has. I, mean, I don't think we can give up now. I don't think you can because no, I mean, if, we, the, we can't if, stop the, now. if these people, you know, they'd see that as a win, wouldn't they? I, I don't. Think, I'd put it on just for that alone. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I do. Imagine. Yeah, can well, you imagine in the media? Oh, we yeah. shut down. You imagine yeah. what they'd be saying? We shut down Hunfest. You know, yeah, yeah, right. You know? We've got the gun nuts out of town. Yeah, out of town. We, we, we won. We won. I mean, our club's now been going for twenty years. Uh, this is the fourth Huntfest, and as far as I can see, we'll still be here in 20 years, and we'll be celebrating Huntfest the 20th anniversary. That's if they, if everyone's still keen. But we've got to get more outfitters. We've got to get some of the bigger firearm displays down here. I mean, most of the big firearm companies don't even answer our letters. You're right, I'm allowed yeah, to say about right. coming Huntfest. They won't answer it. I don't well, know what the problem is. I don't know what we need to get here. I mean, you've seen the crowds here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, especially on. there's nothing in the area. There's nothing. Why wouldn't they? I mean, I think if you're you a shot show, can you buy firearms? You can buy them. Yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 if you've got a PTA, yeah, you can. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't people come here and go, yeah, great, I'm going to wait for Huntfest because I'm going to buy We've two asked rifles. We've just come and put a display on. They won't even do that. Well, yeah, right. well, Dan, I'll tell you, I was speaking to one of the boys from the St. Mary's display. And uh, they basically said that next year uh, they're not going to bother with all their other stuff. They're just going to bring uh, a lot more ammo and a lot more firearms because yeah. that's, that's the main thing that people are asking for. They're asking exactly. for a lot more ammo and firearms. The funny part about it, we have a lot of people wanting to say, why can't why don't you sell second-hand firearms? That was the funny part. I noticed that today. A lot of guys come in, oh, there's no second-hand firearms. That's I want a good a second, idea. I want good an idea. old 22 for the young bloke, and I want this. So I, I actually never thought about that until this weekend. Mm. Anyway, guys, we're going to have to go. <laughs> He's cutting off. Oh, this is the first time it, we've ever had an interview terminated on us. <laughs> I got my wife waving right. at me down there. Good I on think, you, Dan. That's I think I've got to go and do something.
Yeah. I had a few drinks last night, and I was a bit under the weather when I got home. So, Were you? Yeah, just a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, All right. Just a tad. Dan, Phil, thanks for your time again. Thanks Thank for you. having it. Good on you, Dan. Appreciate it. Enjoy. Not a worry. Thanks, you guys. Thanks very much. For everything Bushnell, go to Red Fox Outdoor Supplies online store. For a full range of Bushnell rifle scopes, rangefinders, binoculars, night vision, spotting scopes, and hobbies gun cleaning products. Visit redfoxoutdoorsupplies.com.au or call Greg on 0415 495 712. Red Fox Outdoor Supplies, the only real choice for Bushnell hunting equipment. Looking for a big weekend? Australia's biggest sports shooting event, the SSAA Shot Expo, is coming. Hunting gear, knives and optics from all the big names. Safety seminars and workshops by leading experts. Pest control solutions for farmers. The SSAA Shot Expo just keeps getting bigger. Rose Hill Racecourse, Sydney, June 25th and 26th. Supported by Swarovski, Winchester and ATN Night Vision. Book online or pay on the day. Visit shotexpo.com.au. All right, guys, we're just here at Huntfest again. We've got Jamie, young female. She uh, Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm 17 years old and I'm new to the area. This is the yeah. first time I've been at Huntfest. Yeah, do you live in Huntfest? No. Sorry, Naruma? No. That sounded stupid. I'll change that. Do you live in Naruma? Uh, Bim Bimbi. Oh, where's that? I didn't even know where that is. Uh, Nimaria. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Mogo. Mogo, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so and you have you been out with uh, friends or family hunting? Have you been uh, you know into the lifestyle? Is your mum, dad? No, I've never really been introduced to it, but I'm really interested in, like, I like watching things on TV. Yep. I'm really interested in the knives and... Right, yeah, yeah. Do you go on YouTube and watch... Any, what are you actually interested in in firearms? Do you want to do some clay target shooting, some pistol shooting, some hunting? Um, what what interests you? Um, what? Target shooting, I yep. just sh- shot an air rifle, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, just outside? Yeah, outside. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's like, I got really excited. Yeah, oh, right. good stuff, yeah. yeah. Said good, I was, excellent. Yeah, good shot. Yeah you, you, <laughs> yeah, you reckon you've got the skills already? Yeah, left-handed, khaki-handed. Yeah, all oh, right, <laughs> khaki-handed, yeah, nothing worse than left-handed. But um, <laughs> you, you, uh, Hang you, on there, <laughs> I'm a left-handed. No, he's left-handed too. Uh, is there anything um, like you'd like to try uh, other than, you know, what sort of shooting would you like to get into? Some rifles, start with a twenty two. do some, uh, you know, target shooting at first as well? Or Yeah, I'd like to try, like, using a rifle, yep. get some target shooting up Yeah. I mean, I'll probably look into it more yeah. sooner or what, later. What made you want to come here today? I mean, your uh, mum, are they into this, or how did you come to being here today? Oh, I just went for a visit at my friend's house, and I was and like, we're going out. Just going to Hunfest. Got excited, yeah. yeah. right, right. How, yeah. Do you, your family do any hunting or anything like that? Uh, not really. My parents don't really do much. They're no? a bit slackers. Yeah. <laughs> would, they, would they have an issue if you decided you wanted to get into some, you know, some shooting activities? Not really. They're... They'd go for it. That was say go for it. Have you so. ever brought it up to them before? Not really, no. No, no. this is the first time. <laughs> yeah. What you, about your friends here? There's some yeah. about five oh. or six girls at our, you know, at oh, our my table. My best friend, she's an animal lover. She wouldn't. Yeah, which yeah. one's that one? Look here. Oh, yeah. oh no. Oh, no. Scary animal justice party. Yeah. Animal justice party <laughs> voter here. She, she'll cry. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? She might get it. Where does she live? I, I live with her, actually. Oh, she was going to yeah. say, she might get yeah. a boyfriend one day that likes oh, hunting and going out shooting. Uh, I don't know if he does, but... <laughs> yeah, she, well, she yeah. already got one now. There you go, I have to ask him. Is he yeah. around here somewhere? Have you, have, uh, you been, have you been camping before? Oh, yeah. I yeah? went camping the other day. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Whereabouts? Um, South Heads, I think. Right, Where okay. it is, yeah. yeah. It's great. Where did you go in the National Park? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, fantastic. 
Really? Yeah, well, basically, um, when you go hunting, it's essentially camping with guns. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> really keen. Sometimes, if you're like me, I've been hunting for a long time and I've been trying to get a deer and it's been four years and I still can't really? get one. Yeah, it's quite. Can be quite hard, but you can bring home quite meat. Quite an achievement when you. <laughs> well, I'd like yeah. to think yeah, it was an yeah. achievement when I do actually get one, yeah. but I haven't got one right now. So, um, what about um, any of your girlfriends? Are you obviously out of school, finished school? Ah, uh, year twelve. Okay, now, yeah. anyone at your school, hunting you know of, or going not, target shooting, or not that any I'm aware of, but there is. Okay, yeah. your friend's nodding her head and says she says yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, someone. My friend, my, yeah? my friend that I live with, Anakin, he um has a bow and arrow. He's tries hunting. Sounds like Star Wars. Anakin uh, Skywalker. Yeah. Anakin, yeah, he's got a little brother named Hannibal as well. Oh, wow. Hannibal what, Lecter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> These were all movies. Who was yeah. We won't even yeah. get to that anyway. But um, well, well, you know what me and Jason are doing after today? We're actually going hunting. Um, really? After yeah, the show, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. going to uh, pack up our gear. We're going for a two-hour drive in the state forest, and we're actually going hunting. We're going yeah. deer hunting. And we do that quite often, um, uh, probably about five, five, six times a year, Jason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and recently... um. We got like all that camping gear and everything. We packed a four-wheel drive, and then uh, we go to a state forest. We got uh, an R license, which yep. uh, you can get as well. Yeah. Um, yep. You can also get a junior hunting license. Anyone over the age of twelve can get a junior hunting license, junior firearms license, I should say. Yep. And as long as you're with uh, with an adult, uh, you can you can go hunting. You can go hunting in the state forest. You can um, go camping there. And uh, you'll be able to see a lot of pigs, uh, rabbits, foxes, uh, deer. I mean, like shooting deer is just abs- it's a, it's an absolute yeah. adrenaline hit. Yeah, I was going to say. It's uh, would you right. be interested in doing some hunting, yeah. or just yeah. more start off with target first, and then maybe start off with a little bit of target, and then get it right into the yeah, hunting. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good that your parents would be okay with that yeah. because. Uh, I know when I first got mine, they, they, they I think I think I got an air rifle too, mm. probably similar to what you shot out there, yep. and uh, they weren't sort of uh, too keen on that situation. Mm. You know what I mean? I got a safe, and they realised then it was okay and yeah. stuff like that, and we weren't complete idiots with firearms <laughs> and stuff like that. So definitely be interested. You just got to get some of your friends into it yeah, now, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to get into it too. What's, yeah. what's your friend's name here? Jana Grace. Yeah, Jana. Okay, yeah. well there you go. She might be able to, you know, help you out, and yeah, you can both go together and yeah. enjoy yourselves and uh, get into the shooting activity. One thing it is is addictive, so you're probably gonna have to get a good job, study after school, <laughs> yeah, yep. get a good job, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I mean you don't have to own a lot. I mean some people own one or two, you know what I mean? They yeah. get a couple for what they need. They go hunting, shooting, maybe shoot some clay targets with a shotgun mm. for an example, and then other people, well, they go crazy and got like a yeah. hundred, hundred and twenty. You know, there's no real limit in New South Wales, so you can pretty much own whatever you want, you know. Yeah. So, But, I mean, air rifles are a good start, but I think you'll progress past that pretty quickly. Some of the older guys really like, you know, target shooting. Mm. You know, they like... Yeah, but also, Jason, what it's about is about teaching young people responsibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, being able to get out there in the great outdoors and uh, enjoy our wonderful country. We've got a fantastic resources here in Australia. We've got uh, excellent state forests that you can hunt legally. Uh, a lot of private properties, and, and it's just great fun sitting around a campfire. is nothing better than that, mm. telling stories to each other and you know, mm. eating marshmallows, oh, whatever yes. it might be, whatever yeah. you like. You know, bring like, your food. Bring your food with you and all that. Cooking it's snacks. fantastic. And yeah, yeah, snacks, you like yeah. the snacks. Yeah. 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 It's great, yeah. it's great fun. Sandwich. You know, It's just great, great Aussie fun, and uh, we love it, and uh, we, we enjoy it as much as we can. We certainly hope a lot of younger generations get into it as much as they can mm. too because, I mean, that's what it comes down to, preserving our culture, our heritage, and uh, our Australian way of life. Right, well, Jamie, thanks for your time. We really appreciate you. you joining us here and um, giving us a, a young uh, lady's perspective on uh, someone that wants to get into firearms. I mean, you never even thought you were going to come here today. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've walked out shooting an air rifle. You, I mean, you can see people here. They're not, they're not uh, you know, it's normal people. Mm. They're not crazy yep. people with guns. That's they're right. people like me. I mean, Every ma- day. Me and Mario, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of families here. As you can see there's families, people that... 
enjoy going out and uh, also the also Jamie, I'd like to ask you, what do you think from a perspective at Huntfest coming to Naruma? Do you think that's a great thing for the yeah. community? I yeah, mean, definitely get more people involved yeah. and yeah. know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. right. Because okay. there are a lot of people here. We we, we follow it quite. We got one of the girls pointing to them, one of the one yeah. of the mums here. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we uh, see a lot of pe- people that come to Naruma that that don't want Huntfest yeah. down here. They don't want the money. I mean, I think last two years or one of the years in particular, especially last year, you know, brought like one million dollars into this community. You know, of yeah. like money people oh. coming. You know, not just from buying stuff here, but, you know, like me and Mario, we people hired a hotel last night. People come from out of town. People come from out of town. They rent the motel rooms. Yep. They Food, fill up at the cafes, gas station. Cafes. They go eat breakfast this morning like yep. we did, Jason, at the local cafes. And they pour money into the economy. And I think that's very valuable for a mm. lot of the smaller towns and uh, yep. coastal towns in New South Wales. Yep. So, you know, and I just can't believe that there'd be all sorts of green groups. Animal justice groups. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be against. That's all right. If she's that, your friend, you've got to. You, yeah. She'll change her mind. Yeah. Don't worry. She'll come. You As know, I that, said, everyone you know, against this sort of thing, and uh, you know, just promoting a wonderful lifestyle and culture. And everyone loves guns. You just haven't shot yeah. one yet. So oh, you know? I know. I love and that was guns. just an air rifle. Wait until yeah. you step up a bit high. Get a bit excited. Maybe a twenty-two, <laughs> and then you know, a small centre fire yeah. would be good to start. You know what I mean? Mm. So, well, Jamie, thank you. Appreciate your time in joining thank us you. here on the Australian Hunter Podcast. Good on you. Thanks. See you. Do you have dull, blunt or badly sharpened knives that couldn't skin a cat? At Scary Sharp, we use a multi-step grinding system and will hand sharpen your blades to a precise edge. Our process of sharpening knives will have your blades splitting hairs for a surprisingly low cost. Not only do we sharpen knives, but we also sharpen scissors, clippers, garden tools, arrowheads, axes or anything that holds an edge. We are located close to Canberra and we also have a mail-in service. Visit Scary Sharp on Facebook or call Bob on 0410 432 852 and find out how we can meet your sharpening needs. Scary Sharp. If it cuts, we can sharpen it. For too long, shooters' rights have been ignored by politicians. Liberal Democrat Senator David Lionhelm has been shooting pistols, rifles and shotguns for over four decades. He knows what shooters want. He challenged the Adler shotgun ban and forced the government to retreat. Shooters' rights are a core issue for the Liberal Democrats and we won't back down. Visit ldp.org.au and vote one, the Liberal Democrats. All right, we've got uh, we've got uh, Lockie here with us. He's been out having a good time at the mobile air rifle range, mate. First off, Lockie, how old are you, mate? I'm thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. And what do you like? What do you like doing? Is um is that your dad there? Yep. Yeah. Does he does he hunt? Does he shoot? Does he fish? Or he doesn't? What does he, he do? He does a bit of um hunting on the property because yeah. pest control. Yeah. Right. And he occasionally fishes when he's not working. All oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Is, he, is he a pretty good dad? Is he not bad? Or? Yeah. He's good. Yeah, wow. Bad. There you go. Good rap for that. Yeah. Dad's got a fantastic <laughs> rap. So mate, tell us about this. You went out, and for people that don't know, obviously they're listening to this show. They went out. And he's uh, had a go at the mobile air rifle range. He, from what if I just grab that off you, yeah, what he's yeah he's hit some. Uh, Tens, oh, good some, group there. Some some nines or some eights as well. Yeah, he's got no sevens, so he's doing doing all right there. Yeah, have you? Does uh, that? How old are you now? Sorry again. Ah, uh, thirteen. Thirteen. So, have you, are you dad going to get you allow you to get your minors permit someday? Or? Yeah, he was trying to today, but we're a bit late. Oh yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Missed out. Yeah, and what does dad? What do you, what? You live on land, do you? Or do you live yep. in? Do you live in the rumor? No, close to. Nah, it? down in Eden. Oh yeah, oh, okay. Eden. Yeah, yeah. What do you do on the land? What sort of? What does dad do on the land? Is it? 
farming. Yeah, what sort of farming? Cattle and sheep. Oh, cattle and sheep, yeah. What, do you get a probably sheep, a lot of issues with uh, foxes down there? Uh, there's a few foxes, yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> if you do get your miners permit, what sort of things do you want to get involved in? Just pest control? Do you want to go clay target shooting? Do you maybe want to try it? You know, pistol shooting, target shooting, What int- or just hunting? What interests you? Whatever's fun. Yeah, oh, mate, it's all fun. <laughs> your dad's not going to have any money left, mate, trust me, after <laughs> you, you, start, uh, you start hunting and you want guns and you want more and more. You start and then the ammo, the there's the ammo. Oh, mate, the ammo, yeah, the ammo is crazy. Know. Um, what what sort of um, well, you said that he also likes a bit of fishing too, Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? I saw your brother. Your brother too there. Yeah, yeah. What is what is what do you like to fish? Salt water, fresh water, uh, anything that bites. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, on, mate. Okay. What's your favourite fish to go fishing for? Uh, the biggest ones. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Oh God. What, okay. Answer. Okay. Tell us what the biggest one you've caught is then. I don't know. I've caught too many. What kingfish, mulloway? What are you catching? Flat. Never hair? caught. Never caught a kingfish. Yeah, groper. I've caught groper off the rocks with grandpa. Yeah. Oh, good one. Um, yeah, brim. We got brim in the local estuary. Yeah, flathead. brim. Brim's good fun in the lake. The flathead and the occasional leather jacket. What's the hunting like? Oh, sorry, hunting. What's the fishing like in Eden? Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, except for when the fish don't bite. <laughs> Which is what this time of year? Gets no, a bit they're cold. they're biting now. The water's fairly warm down there, so they're is biting. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, well, you're looking forward to getting your um, junior license, mate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And what sort of what sort of gun you're looking uh, looking to uh, start shooting? Um, you want an air rifle? You want to get a, a, a air rifle? Because that way a... I can practice and it's yeah, cheap. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. What about his dad? Has he has he taught you any? And obviously, you're not allowed to handle firearms at this stage. Have you? Have he? Has he taught you any safety with firearms and that sort of thing? Don't stand in front of the barrel. Yeah. Well, that, yeah that, very good. Yeah. That, <laughs> that helps too. Make sure you handle them correctly. Make sure they're unloaded when you're not shooting them. Don't Those look are... down the barrel. No. No. <laughs> no. That's, no. That's no, right. no. Definitely. Definitely. Don't look down the barrel. Yeah, well, that's right, mate. Um, very important. Gun safety is very important. So it's it's uh, extremely uh, important that you practice gun safety at all times and you always uh, listen to your dad, listen to the instructions you're getting. And when you do your junior license and your safety exam, make sure you follow all the instructions and so that, you know, you're going to be able to participate um, in, in shooting those foxes and you're going to be doing it in a safe manner. One question, have you always lived in Eden? Yep. Could you imagine yourself? See, we're from Sydney, mate, which is, uh, you don't want to live there. Trust no. me. We've got to go about, I mean, the fishing's what? The fishing's okay, is The fishing's most? not bad. I mean, most yeah. people in Sydney are from ha- half an hour away from yeah. uh, a decent fishing yeah, spot. it's okay. It's but not the, the best. the traffic's horrendous. We actually <laughs> head down to, um, you're probably not far from there, Malakuta. You know Malakuta? Yeah. Yeah, we, we normally head down there. Me and a mate's got a, uncle's got a holiday house there, so we do a bit of uh, fishing. Very good brim. Mate, if you get a chance, get Dad to take you down to Malakuta, mate. Oh, you want to catch a good brim? Yep. Yeah, 38, 40, 44, 42. Some nice very, flathead. Oh, there's oh, there's some. Yeah. Some of the big, some actually some of the biggest flathead have been caught out of Malakuta. So I think one of someone's got a record there, one point one meters. So wow. one, one meter ten go. flathead. There you go, crazy. Anyway, Lucky mate, thanks for joining on us here on the podcast, and uh, we really appreciate your time, mate. Thanks. No problem. All right, we've got another guest here at Huntfest, Logan. How you doing, buddy? Good. Yeah, we just spoke to your brother just before. Yeah. Yeah. What? Say so you like fishing? Yeah. What sort of fishing do you like? Uh, basically rock fishing. Yeah, what sort of rock fishing do you like? What sort of, what, what are you fishing for? What's what, what sort of species? Usually nice blue grouper or wow. luderick. Yeah, yeah, the old luderick. Some people say luderick too. Depends where you come from. <laughs> drummer. Yeah, drummer. You like eating them? Yeah. Yeah. What sort of so what other fishing do you do? Freshwater fishing or do you uh, like other saltwater fishing? Flathead. Usually I like saltwater. Yeah. 
Yeah, what do you enjoy about coming down to this? I mean, why did you just want to come to Huntfest today? What what sort of sparked your interest in coming down here and visiting here? Oh, just coming down here, looking around yeah. and having some fun. Yeah. Well, when you get older, do you does, does your uh, is your dad going to let you come uh, c- come uh, shooting? Is he going to going to get your minor's permit when you're old enough to go shooting? Yeah. Yeah. What sort of species? If you can hunt, what do you want to go hunting for? Basically deer. Yeah, wow. oh, mate, deer. You know what, if, if I told you, you know what, if I told you we're going here, we're going to go after here, we leave here, we're going to go on a deer hunting trip for two days. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't do it. No, I'm going hunting. I'm going hunting. <laughs> <laughs> after here, right now, I'm gonna go, we're going to get in the car after we finish this show and we're going deer hunting. We're going we're gonna to have lots of fun, put it that yeah. way. Hopefully we're going to get a deer, we're not sure. Mate, uh, your, your mum was uh, just uh, motioning there, she was uh, suggesting that you tried your luck at, at, the, at the arrows. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. What do you think of that? Oh, that was fairly fun. Yeah? I hit the, hit the target all five times, hit, hit the arrow, I shot the first arrow. Wow. Yeah. And in the second shot, I hit that same arrow again. Yeah. Wow. Did you split Mate, it? Did you got a regular it? Robin Hood no. here. No, you didn't Unbelievable, split it. huh? So what do you think of that? What do you think of archery, mate? What do you think that of bow hunting? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to try that in the future, bow hunting? Yep. Yeah. That what would you great. rather do? Would you rather uh, bow hunt or go shooting with a firearm? What would be your interest? What do you like shooting better? Shooting with a firearm. But you know what the good news is, mate? You can, you can buy a bow now. You can go hunting with a bow now. You know, you don't need any permits. What's the minimum? What what's the minimum age under the the game the game counts? What oh, the fine? Well, I mean, DPI, on, I pri- say. on private property, there is no minimum age, I think, for uh, bow hunting. Yeah, right. No, okay, so well, we'll find out more about that anyway. Well, there you go, mate. Yeah. Just There you go. You, have can, you, had you any... can hit your mum and dad up uh, for, a, for a nice bow and a couple of arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. mum. Yeah, where's the... She's where's... looking at one over there. Was she? Mate, you've got to get her to get one before you leave, mate. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to do the hard yards for you here. Yeah, but then she said, oh, I would have been shooting my brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want to do oh, that. Don't you aim know. it at people, eh? No, you ne- never <laughs> aim. Uh, have you caught any big fish? Uh, yeah. What's, what sort of big fish have you caught? Usually groper. Yeah. Do, wow. you, do, you, do you eat them? Yeah, I eat what, them. What do you put on them? You want some lemon or what do you have with yeah, them? Yeah, lemon. Yeah, tart air sauce? No. No, no tart air sauce. Well, good stuff, mate. Listen, um, fantastic talking to you, buddy. All right? Yeah. Enjoy the show and uh, have another go at the bow and arrows. Yeah. D- one right. question. Did you shoot at the mobile air rifle range? No. Oh, I'm you not didn't? old enough. Oh, you're not. That's right. Not you old enough. 12, that's right. 12. 12. I keep forgetting that. Why is there so? Why can't they do it unrest? Why can't they do it? Their parents are there. Well, if the parents are there and you've got a um, uh, qualified instructor, I mean, qualified uh, person that uh, that's operating the range, I just don't see why you can't uh, be able to shoot as young as eight. I mean, yeah, I just yeah. But anyway, hopefully your dad takes you out, you and, you know, your brother again gets your minor's permit when you get older. That's going to be the hardest part, right? Your brother's going to get his minor's permit. He's going to go out, dad hunt, and you can come along, but you can't do anything. That's kind of sucky, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah. mate. You'll get there. Yeah? Eventually. Yeah, it's good, <laughs> Eventually. good on you, mate. <laughs> Logan, thanks for your time, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, see ya. All right, we're here with uh, Luke and Sam here at Huntfest just having a bit of a chat. How are you guys going? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, mate. Do you, you guys, you live in the area? Yeah, yeah, just about just near Cabago. Where's that? How far is that away from Naruma? Oh, about half an hour. <laughs> is it? Yeah. What do okay. what you, you do on the land? Oh, just beef farm. Yeah. What, is it a parents thing you've always done? or? Oh, I've been in the family for a few years. Yeah, okay. Uh, you guys uh, hunt on your own property? Yep. How, how big is the land you got there? Oh, 400 acres. Oh, jeez, not bad. Not bad, yeah. 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 And what do you, do you guys go anywhere else to hunt or anything like that? Yeah, um, we're going up to, uh, where are we going? Uh, <laughs> where are you going? What oh, you, you, don't, you don't have to tell us, it's all right. Oh, we're going, we're going Just to shoot, give us an area. We're going shooting next weekend up 
He doesn't know. <laughs> That's all right. What are you What are you shooting there anyway? What are you shooting there? Oh, I'm not sure. Probably be more talking than shooting. I'd reckon. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? But is it maybe a deer property? Is it yeah, pigs, I think, goats? I think, yeah, yeah. How How is your Is your dad a hunter? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, so you go with him or just friends or? Yeah, just everyone sort of wants to come. Dad's mates, me, dad, everyone. Yeah. What's it, mate? What's it like living on the land? I mean, do you have any issues with feral animals on your land? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so all sorts of things. It's just sort of just erosion and everything. Yeah. yeah. What What's the main thing you got on your property? What foxes? You got foxes? Yeah, fair few foxes. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, rabbits, roos, Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a whole. It's a whole what, different kettle of fish. What about you? What about you, Sam? Are you going hunting with Luke too? Nah, nah, I'm not going hunting. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, do, do you, do nah I'll, <laughs> I don't really have time for that sort of stuff. Why? Like, what, what do you do? What do you do? You're a busy boy. <laughs> nah, yeah. He's hunting girls at the moment. That's yeah, what he's mate, hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having a good old gander over here, man. Nah, yeah. nah. So what? Do you you, you live not far from? Nah, it's, I got mine. It's about an hour away from them in yeah. Bega, around yeah, right, Bega, okay, yeah. Bucca Joe. We got a beef farm about same as them, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. My dad goes hunting that. <coughs> what, you I don't, do you don't little, hunt I, at all? I yeah? do a little bit of hunting, but yeah. just don't have time. How, how big is your land? How big is your land you're on? Oh, about 500 acres or something. Yeah, okay, yeah. so nice. that's a good size. What do you have any? What are you doing on the land? What sort of agriculture? Oh, beef farming. We've got heaps of horses and stuff. So yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she's all right. So what do you, what do you, what's, um, what, when, do you, guys, do you like to get out? I mean, sorry, uh, Luke, do you like Luke. to get out and, um, uh, go to different places? Do you just prefer hunting on your own land? I mean, it's good to be able to walk out in the backyard and just, you know, you know, get a fox whistle out and just call in a couple of foxes or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, after school and that, you can just go just out in the paddock. And, but it's good always, also to just other places and experience different stuff. Yeah, are you going to take over the farm when, Dad, are you going to take over? or? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, oh, you got brothers stuff. or sisters? Yeah, i got one sister. Yeah. She's not... not not big on the hunting, eh? Or? Nah, she's not. Nah, yeah. Mate, you haven't done your job, mate. You've got to get the whole family <laughs> into it, mate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, well, what about what about fishing, guys? You do guys do a lot of bit yeah, fishing? yeah. Do do a fair bit of fishing when you yeah. can, yeah. Yeah, oh, Sam. What so. about you, mate? Do you you? Yeah, you? I do heaps of fishing and that around tougher and that and. What what what's out there? Trout? What is there? Oh, there's there's flathead. Oh, so salt water. Okay, salt yeah, water. It's just salt yeah. water. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Do right. a bit of stuff up 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 river and stuff. A bit of. Are you got a boat, boat, Sam? You got a boat? Oh, no, I don't have a boat, but we just borrow a boat and that. But it's all right. Yeah, oh, go good stuff. a bit. Yeah. Mm. Do you love it? Yes, I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good what about day. Luke? Luke, what about on you when you're on your land, mate? About firearms, you use different types of firearms, or your parent bolt actions. I mean, they're probably primary producers, certain firearms. You know, you had to own semi-autos and that sort of thing. Maybe Ruger ten twenty twos, those little rimfire semi-autos or center fire bolt actions. You just use bolt actions. What do you use on the land? Yeah, yeah, bolt actions mainly. I um, I got my minor shooting permit. Oh, about half a year ago, so I've been sort of just using. Yeah, yeah. Mate, what do you like about it? What 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 keeps you coming back? A lot of people go hunting for you know many different reasons. You know, if they go, go as you said, go out with friends to places, and you know, I mean, me and Mario, we're actually after today, we're going to yep. go on a hunt ourselves, and uh, you know, we like to go because it's fun. You know, we get out, we talk to people, go out for you know, we don't really care sometimes if we don't shoot anything. It's just going out with mates, bit of fun. You yeah, know, we just love the experience. Yeah, yeah, it's good just to have a good time with your mates and just. Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, because we, we do that too, mate. Like we, we're from the city, so we don't get we can't just walk out our backyard, you know, go for a hunt, mate. Like we we're a good, you know, uh, two and a half hours from a, a hunting spot, you know. Every time we want to go hunting, fishing is not as bad, I guess, when you're in Sydney, you know. We few, but you know, very hard when there's a, a lot of people, 
you know, that, uh, you know, trying to fish there. Stocks are low. We've got to come places. Like, I normally go down to Malacuta. You know where Malacuta is on the coast? Yeah. Yeah, so we go to Malacuta a fair bit every year with a mate. So, Sam, yeah. what about what about your family? Are they big on the firearms issue or not really? Is dad, dad a hunter? Oh, yeah, or? Dad, dad's, dad's a hunter, but, like, between between yeah. work and that, like, he just doesn't have time, you That's know? That's right, like, yeah. He goes hunting and that. He wants to go hunting, like, out west and that bit of pigs and that. He's done that before, but, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's, so it's more just you'd say what, what a necessity to do on the land or remove yeah, animals. Bit, I mean, a bit more of a necessity. Yeah. yeah what about um? Hey like, guys, what, I just want to ask you a question. I mean, I know you guys are pretty young and you're not yeah. really that into politics and the overall issue regarding gun ownership. But but how do you guys see gun ownership? You see that as a right, a fundamental right for the people to have, or do you see that as a privilege? Oh, I probably see that as a bit of a bit of a right. You know, like you got to. Yeah. Like, like if you got something, you got to cull on the land or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to have it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And what about you, Luke? Sorry, they're just handing the yeah, mics yeah, over. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be the same as Sam. Yeah, it's just sort of you need to have it. Like, it's yeah. just how would you feel over. the government would try and say, "Oh, we're going to try and take away your rights to own firearms on the land"? No, I don't like that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. We don't like it much either. Well, guys, thanks, Luke and Sam. We thanks for you for uh, coming on and having a chat to the Australian Hunting Podcast. You can. Just type in australianhuntingpodcast.com.au into your website browser. It'll come up. Um, probably this one, we've got a bit of an election special, so it'll probably be out in about four weeks of, uh, you know, I've got to edit all this stuff together and put it out as a show so it's not live or anything like that. But thanks for coming on, sharing that bit of outback tradition on guys that actually own land. I mean, you know, we're from the city. We've never sort of owned land or anything like that, so it's good to talk to a bunch of young kids that... Uh, you know, enjoy unless you're living on the land. You, I mean, do you enjoy it too? Do you enjoy it? Oh, yeah, it's great, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't ever think of moving to the city? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Well, well, you don't want to live in one of those uh, shoeboxes up in the high-rise oh, right. in Bondi. <laughs> yeah, no. Nothing wrong, mate. mate. <laughs> hey, it uh, looks like Luke, mate. He'd be interested in the girls up Bondi, mate, don't oh, you? Oh, maybe you know? the girls, but I don't know about the place. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. All right, Good guys. on you, guys. Good Thanks on you. Thanks a lot. See Thank ya. you. Bye. All right, we're here. We're talking with uh, Diana Mellon, executive director. He's still the executive director of the Sporting Shooters Association uh, of Australia. We we had the uh, SSA AGM, the New South Wales AGM, what a couple of weeks ago. There was a lot of interesting things there, but we want to talk about because we know you went to America first and you had a good time. And uh, you know, we, we were speaking about this. What actually was it last? I can't believe it was last year's yeah, was, Sydney Branch AGM. The time has flown. It's, yeah. uh, it's gone very quickly. Tell us about your trip to America. What you did? Did you have fun? I mean, was it more? Were we? You know, because we said it was fun. We've been there quite a number of times, and I've shot guns. I haven't done the range stuff, but I've done hunting over there, uh, doves and stuff. And did you have a great time? Had a fantastic time, and the highlight was probably my visit to the gun garage in wow. Las Vegas. Yeah. I got to shoot some um, firearms that we can't shoot here. <laughs> I had a fantastic day of relaxation, which started with visit to the gun garage, shooting about half a dozen semi-auto automatic firearms. My favourite was the Tommy gun. Was it? What <laughs> yeah. was the atmosphere like in the range, though? Is it, is it very professional? Because I know they can pick you up. if You don't have mm-hmm. to. You can walk in, but yep. they do pick you up if you want. Was it professional? It, very Very secure? professional. Um, run very much like our ranges here. And, I mean, obviously, I draw comparisons with St Mary's Indoor Shooting Centre. And I was really quite surprised. Yes, they do come and pick you up in a big emblazoned gun garage. Well, no, I went to uh, Battlefield Vegas. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. the, a couple the, of them. The, the guys, uh, the military guys that run there. Mm. Uh, yeah, but the gun garage, yeah, yeah, another really good place. Yeah, yeah, go on. No, it was great. And they, they take you, they give you a disclaimer, but their disclaimer is pretty straightforward and it says guns can kill you. 
Yeah, of so course. <laughs> they don't they don't hide from yeah. anything. Um, you get there, you sign in, you sign your disclaimer. You get a one on one in instructor, just like we do. Um, there is there's a range officer walking the line. There's a yellow line you have to stand behind until your instructor calls you forward. They do have all the firearms there on the bench and they have all the loaded magazines on the bench, but they take you through and, and your instructor is there one-on-one. Um, so I was very, I guess, surprised because I thought it may be you a lot thought more it was liberal. Be, you thought they were going to yeah. give you the Tommy gun and say, Off you go, have, have off fun. You go. Yeah, yeah. Blaze it's off those so, yeah. come back and get some more. So it's, it's not the stereotypical no. Wild West that the, our left-wing media will have you think. Not at all, oh, not oh, at oh. all. And, yeah, no, they really are. They're on, on the ball and, yeah. A, a couple of things, I guess, that we could potentially take away from, from them. Um, like what? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't, we won't go there. There's going to be there's going to be another show. We've got a bit of an audience now sitting in. Well, there was an audience and uh, Mark from the uh, Sydney Branch Committee having a look at us as well. But um, yeah. what? So what did you shoot? You shoot the Tommy gun. What I shot you? the Tommy you gun. Remember, I shot a, a fifty cal Barrett, nice. which was oh. awesome. And funnily enough, there was um, is it the a bolt Bucks action version? The bolt. I think it's a bolt action. Yeah, I think it might be yeah. a bolt action version. And there was a, um, a Bucks party there, mm. but the whole range. Stopped when the chick in the floral shirt shot the Tommy gun. <laughs> no, not the Tommy gun. Sorry, the Barrett. The Barrett. And it was awesome. And what the, one of the range officers came up to me and actually said, "You can shoot." And I said, "Yeah, I've got a firearms license. I'm from Australia." And wow. he gave mm. me the thumbs up. Wow. So it Apparently, was great. when they're bringing it in, too, they hold it down. It's like about you know, it's yeah, about it's four, a, four, five. It's, big. Yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. No, it was it was fantastic fun. Went way too quickly. Yeah. 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 How, yeah, mu- how much you did you spend through that? How much? Because I mean, it's a lot. If you buy the specific pack, yeah. it costs, you know, three, Well, well I bought the depending. pack and added a few on. Because <laughs> when I got that, I said, oh, can I have that, please? Can I have that, please? <laughs> it cost me close to 500 bucks, wow. but it was okay. awesome. But 500 bucks in probably half an hour, 40 minutes is, yeah. you know. <laughs> are they, when you're shooting, are they like, yeah. oh, hurry up so we can get to the next nah, person? No, they take as long as you yep, need you to. Yeah, you can take as long as you need to. And it really is, you go in and they give you a bit of a menu. You know, what would you like to shoot? It's like a menu, a buffet of guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with Isn't pictures it? and everything. Yeah, no, it was it was really good. No, they were they were really patient and they yeah, you took your time and yeah, they yeah. were they were great. They were really good. Just just like our instructors are when we do yeah. try shooting and P six fifty and that sort of thing. So, mm. what did you take away from that experience? I mean, did you like Vegas and, and also the gun experience? Mm. What did you? you know, find out that's different than what we do here and, you know, obviously the profession ability is you said, but what did you yeah. sort of take away from that experience from seeing people on the ground actually going to America and saying, well, yeah, these people yeah. aren't too bad? Well, it's not I – did, I did go to Texas, but I didn't have any, um, like, shooting experiences in Texas apart from the fact that they do have um, – they now have concealed Seal carry. carry yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Open oh, carry. Open, open carry. Yeah. Open carry yeah. That was coming in yeah. just um, yeah. after I was there. Uh, my uncle lives in Texas. He's concealed carry. Mm. Um, I guess – Did you fear for your life? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. The bloke across the of road from Of course I say my, that in jest. Yeah, no. The bloke across the road from my uncle, he lives in – country oh mm. yeah um, regional texas has his own little range mm. which goes <laughs> it's parallel to the the road right yeah, oh, really? yeah so yeah but no i didn't didn't fear for my my life at all i guess if if i brought something back is it is that we are over restricted yeah 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 so. yeah i think we need to so and you said like i've been to texas oh 
oh, I've got friends in Dallas, just north mm. of Dallas in Plano, uh, McKinney, and that I mean they, some of these guys can uh, have firearms. And I find the consensus actually is, and Mario probably agree that a lot of them don't want to, even though open carry is now allowed, mm. they don't want to. They find that that draws a lot of attention. They don't want to draw attention to yeah. themselves, and they prefer the concealed carry because yeah. they just they think. And from a lot of guys that I speak to, well, you know, they say open carry and each to their own. Like, oh, this guy's trying to you mm. know, make it make us a physical and a, a visual stance mm. regarding firearms. Where he goes, we don't like to do that. We conceal mm. them. No, it's sort of unsaid, really. And no one, well, hang on, is that guy carrying a firearm? He mm. may not be. He might be. Instead of drawing attention mm. to it through open carry, so mm. I think you know, each to their own. But the people, there's a bit of a big debate going on with open carry mm. versus concealed, and yeah, in the United States, you know. But also, Dino, mm. when I was there, I went to Arizona as well, mm. and um, and all around Nevada, really. And I've found that the, the American people was the thing that struck me the most. They are just mm. the nicest people I've ever met ever. And you know, and I don't say that. I'm not saying mm. that just because I love America, and I yeah. do. I love America. Mm. But every, I've travelled quite a lot of places around the world in Europe, Asia, and, and so on. Mm. And I find that the American people are just mm. the, the the nicest people you mm. could ever meet. And I and I really enjoy that experience. I mm. love talking to them, and uh, they they're, they're so accommodating. They just do mm-hmm. anything to help you out. And did you find that experience to be similar? I did. I did. Yeah. In we w- went to a couple of different states, and yeah, they're very friendly and they are very accommodating. And once they find out that you're from Australia. Yeah. They really do like talking to you. They do, um, yeah. You get good opportunities when they do. find out you're Australian. So they go, oh, come in here. Yeah. Shoot this one for free. <laughs> <laughs> and they're intrigued. They do. They're they intrigued do. at our gun laws. Yeah. Oh, all the time. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and yeah. I guess talking to, 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 to the some point of being perplexed sometimes too. I, I have think, had a conversation yeah. with a gentleman from Washington State. Um, we started talking about firearms. It took me a while into the conversation. For him to admit that he was a firearms owner, he was more wary about admitting it than what I was. But he was very perplexed at some of our firearms laws. And he did ask me, you know, if if you want to buy a firearm, what do you have to do, etc. And I took him through the whole process. And Washington State has some, I, I think they're one of the states that have laws that are a little bit more restricted than some of the other states yeah. in yeah. in mm. America, yeah. but they're still a lot less restrictive than what we course, have yeah. here. Well, also but Washington State, they've just liberalised their drug laws a bit too, because mm. they can also buy marijuana as well, yeah. so it's mm. a fairly liberal state. Mm. But people mm. think Texas too is the very, very liberal state. It's actually even before the open carry came in. It's not really. There's many other mm. states in America that are much more liberal. Missouri, as you said, Arizona. Mm. Uh, uh, what's the one next to Missouri? I don't even know. I think off the top of my head. But they're very, mm. especially Kansas, uh, very, very uh, pro-firearm. Mm. Even people think, well, it's all in Texas, but that's not the case all the mm. time. Uh, plenty I think of other states. Texas gets the, the redneck label because it's ca- the cowboy capital, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need yeah. some of those boots. Have you seen those boots there? Oh, awesome. <laughs> you know, I came back up, with three pairs, you, but not the ones that I showed you the photo of that no. I was searching that's for. That's right, because I, you, I remember those. you saying yeah. that you can't wait to get a pair was, of these. Yeah? That was my mission, <laughs> but I, I bought some others. Three pairs, actually, which were fantastic. Awesome. Was it what you thought it was going to be, though? Did it did it you know, blow your mind in other ways? Did it did it did it was it exciting in other ways? You know what I mean? Like, how did you actually feel about that trip? And mm. you know, did it exceed your expectations? Was it not what you mm. thought? Like as Mario said, was it going to be? You thought, oh, this is going to be Wild West, or not really? Or, no, no, I mean because my my uncle lives in Texas, so already, and I see yeah. him, you know. Um, so I had an idea, and my parents had been there and told me all about it. Um, it 
I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed the trip. I think it was better than what I expected. Would and you go back? Oh, d- I'm, I'm yeah. planning to go back oh, next year again. There yeah. you go. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, things like Grand Canyon absolutely yeah, blew my mind. Just, I'm with you there. Yeah, it's just awesome. an amazing, wonderful – you stand on the edge of it. And there's no barriers. There's I no, know. You, you know. How good is you that go, You go with a guide yeah. and they'll put you out – on the, the ledge. F- on the ledge and say, take a photo. You know, let yeah. me take a photo. Like, that's something that I noticed. There's um, not so much of that freedom. nanny stuff. Freedom. Yeah. There's freedom. Yeah, freedom. yeah there is yeah. a lot more. In yeah. Australia, you'd have a six, uh, sorry, a ten, 12 foot high fence mm. with barbed wire. Don't go near it it's for your own safety, you know? Oh, mm. they, in Australia, yeah. they'll, they'll probably try and stop you from going anywhere near it. Mm. Oh, because you've got to. Um, you can you look know. at it from a distance. Mm. Oh, look at it from a distance. No, don't disrupt the rocks. <laughs> Um, but what's happening? Yeah. So, what's yeah. happening in regards to the double S double A New South Wales? Any exciting things happening, or no, well, not really? Yeah, there are. There's and we are going to have a, a show, guys, yes. with Diana Mel- Diana Mel- yeah. so I'm not going to go too far yeah. into anything because we're going to do a full show. Uh, mm-hmm. Donna's been putting me off for a while, but uh, she'll be fine. <laughs> not anymore. She's Jason, not intentionally. She says not yeah. intentionally. But that's all right. Yeah. I've been chasing, and she's been busy. She's been enjoying the firearms in America. So, what's happening in yeah. regards to New South Wales? Any exciting things coming up that you can share, or how's it going? What what I mean, yeah. I see. Uh, I was at the AGM, the New mm-hmm. South Wales AGM, a couple of weeks ago. A lot of good discussions with mm. people. A lot of interesting topics that probably in past years would never have come up. Mm. So, how's it going in New South Wales, and is it everything picking up, or what can you tell us just mm-hmm. in general? I guess. Yeah, I think ev- everything's going ahead uh, fantastically. Um, on the horizon, two weeks time, we've got Shot Expo, which yep. is mm-hmm. our, um, I guess, our premier event every two years. But Shot Expo now, um, not only do we just have it in New South Wales and Victoria, but it also goes to Western Australia and Queensland. And Queensland, yeah. So this say. year it's South Australia, um, New South Wales and mm. Western Australia, and then the alternate year is um, Queensland and Victoria. But Shot Expo's grown. You guys would have seen... Two years ago, we've moved to Rose Hill. We're trying to make it more of a family event and an event where people want to come and stay for the day rather than just come into the hall, look around, and then off they go and leave. Well, I'll give you a tip, Mm. Diana. You've got to get some of those goat burgers. The goat burgers. Okay. Get the goat burgers to the double S double A Sydney show. They are fantastic, mate. I'm surprised it tastes like minced meat to me. Just thought it was minced meat burgers. Not I said it was goat. No, it was goat's very much like lamb. Yeah. 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 I remember Pam Reeves. Inviting me, I had dinner with her and we had Tiltawira goat, you know, lamb cutlet or goat cutlets. No. And they were awesome. <laughs> How good were yeah, they? Yeah, that was, yeah, quite a few years ago. But no, that was good, yeah. So Shot Expo, um, it's it's growing and... Because Mike, Mike, Mike Nissen, I deal with him. Mm-hmm. He's done some advertising with me and he's very good to deal mm. with, Mike. He's very good to mm. deal with. Mm. So, but going on, sorry. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we've got... the. We've got the working gun dogs. We've got the the mobile air rifle range. We've got, I think, record exhibitor numbers. Um, so there's 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 lots to see and do. But we've also got the jumping castles, the face painting, and other sorts of entertainment, so that we can try and get the families along yeah. as well. How has it been since? I mean, obviously, double S double up before we're managing it, and now they've got a, a, yeah, an exhibition internally. Has that made a difference? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Four years ago, <laughs> we. Internally within the New South Wales office, we were managing Shot Expo, yeah. and it's two weeks out, and we would be tearing our it's hair chaos. out. It was it was absolutely <laughs> chaotic. Um, so having an uh, exhibition exhibitions group manage it has just made it grow 
and it really has um And it probably would have lifted, lifted that weight off your shoulders too oh, to concentrate yes. on other things. Well, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. So we can do things like we can be here part of Hunt Fest. We yeah. can be doing the other sorts of things that we're doing. Um, we've, I know we're going to have a, a chat later on, Jason, but, you know, we're trying to be – couple of areas that we're really working on is juniors. What can we do with the juniors? How can we increase junior involvement and provide more support to our branches who are the ones on the ground that are actually dealing with the members at the grassroots level? So there's yeah. lots of things on the, on the junior um, horizon. We had the camp, which was at um, Silverdale Range early in the year, and that was really mm. popular. And that was, that was fantastic. And um, I um, was one of the volunteers at the camp, and it was just great. I love working with the juniors and the kids, and they were all just so respectful and attentive. Right. They were, the minute you – they were, they were um, kids. They were teenage kids, so, you yeah. know, they, they'd go off and do whatever they did. But the minute you said to them, look, we're going to have a talk on this or we're going on to the range to do this, like within one minute they were all there standing there and they were just – um, they couldn't wait. They couldn't, couldn't wait. They, yeah. couldn't wait. Yeah. they absolutely loved the shotgun. Yeah. Um, we had. Oh, I do too. We had. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's great fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We had. Um, and it was really good because we had a couple of um, instructors come along. Um, Gemma. I can't think of Gemma's surname at the moment. Is it Gemma Dunn and Michael McNabb? And both of them have gone through the junior system and represented Australia Mm. in shotgun as juniors. So the kids just loved listening to them and then being instructed by them because it's not oldies, you know. It's (laughs) a couple of young people that have have been through it and done it. So shotgun was really popular and they really liked um, lever action. So can I clarify something, Diana? When you say camp, it's it's just a one-day event or do they sleep over? it it went for... it went for four or five days, I think. No. Right, okay. Yeah, and we, we slept over. We started on the Friday and we finished on the Monday. So four days and, and we slept over. We had How many were there? How many? 21 kids. Wow. And we had – so we had a number of volunteers. They came in. We had some camp parents. So I was one camp parent. We had Mark Godwin from Sydney Branches, another camp parent, and Bruce Not a bad Buxer. bloke, that Mark Godwin. Yeah. You know? I'm saying that, guys, because he's staring. You know, sorry, staring. <laughs> he's looking he's right about out. three metres in front of the booth here, just you know, we're walking around, yeah. make sure we've all got the right information here. He's, yeah. a, he's a book of knowledge, so yeah. sorry, go on. No, we had volunteer um, cooks. Um, Kelsey from the New South Wales office and her boyfriend were cooks. We had Morgan, who did a fantastic job organising it with Irina. Then we had different disciplines come in on different days so they gave the kids um demonstrations and then they they got to try all these different um firearms we had a lot of volunteers from our junior development program at st mary's come along as well so they 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 did lever action they did field rifle bench rest shotgun and then on the final day we split them up into three teams and they had a team challenge so they, yeah, which, oh, which was great. I bet they would have loved that. They did. They did. They really How did. How do we get these kids, though? I mean, I think a lot of the you know, older people are getting older. They're not mm. going to be around forever. So how mm. do we – I noticed a lot of the younger people, I mean, they're, they're not very, you know, political. They're not very – they're not really big on, on firearms. They are big on firearms, but, but not really but also, advocating Jason, for they're their not rights. Very, you know? They're not very big on the outdoors. They've always got their faces stuck yeah, in well, the iPad or something us, like that's that. Us so that's us too. But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, my yeah, point but is we go out at yeah. least. Because we were born – oh, I was. I was born in that age when we had you know, the old IRC chat and we yeah. started off on the modems and mm. I was probably – 12, 13, somewhere around mm. there. Like, don't say my age now. How often, how often, Diana, do you, do you guys plan on running camps like this? Okay, what we what we did for 2016, we um, we went to the board, put forward a proposal for a whole junior program, which included camps. So, two yeah. camps. We're looking at one in January, and then we're looking at one in the October school holidays. 
Um, we we want to do some bushcraft and hunting in one of those camps, but it just depends on um, what the facilities are for the time being. But we are planning on having a um, a hunter training facility in Dubbo at our right. range complex okay. that we're developing in Dubbo, right. and that would and and the idea behind that is not just for juniors, but for you know um, any sort of hunter training. Yep. Um, so that that's where we're headed with that. Right. Very and, much. And how would parents uh, who would like to take their kids to this sort of camp? How would they find is it out? Book, about does, it? does it book out? Is it very popular? It did book out. Mm. Yeah. Um, they find out about it through SSSA New South Wales, like New South Wales Shooter, um, yeah, all right. of our other communication methods through the branches. We we publicise it through the branches. Okay. Um, there was one branch mm. that um, they decided that they would fund one of their juniors to come to the camp. Uh, I don't know what their selection criteria was, yeah, yeah. but that that's fantastic. But it's, is it is it advertised outside the shooting community? Out, well, at this, the last one was Because that, that's the key, really, yeah. because, you know, you've got a lot of parents yeah. that, that may, may not necessarily uh, mm. go hunting or shooting, yeah. but they would maybe like to have, have their kids go to a camp like that where they can learn those yeah. sort of things. One of the one of the things that we do require is that they are a SSSA member right, and they need okay. to have a minor's permit. Otherwise, yes, it yeah. brings in a whole heap of extra requirements yeah. with P650s and things like that. Yep, yep. But having... Um, try shooting type events that perhaps that we can specifically cater for um, for young kids for juniors I mean that, that that's something that we could do and that's something that we could encourage our branches right, to do right, yes. uh, yeah so uh, putting on a junior camp is and particularly in the industry or the sport that we operate in there's a lot more that needs to be involved mm. having a junior red camp tape. anyway red tape, red tape, yeah. yeah but having it <laughs> Any sort of a camp with kids comes with a whole heap of extra responsibilities, and so it should. Probably yeah. insurance but costs too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you've got working with children. You've got mm, all of that yeah. sort of um, the welfare of, of the children. You need to be very mindful of all of that. Yeah. So then you add on the extra requirements if you're because it's a, a shooting camp. Yep. So you've got to balance that. So we yeah. made the decision that, well, being a SSSA member, that goes without saying because it's a SSSA activity or benefit that we're providing – but having them with a minor's permit means that they've done their safety training and, it, yeah, it, it makes it easier could for it, us. Could it possibly be organised, and I, I just want to touch on this, Jason, mm. um, because I think this is quite important because this is a really important program that gets the young kids into the shooting sports, into our lifestyle, which is what we really need to do to build the sport for the future. Could, it, could we possibly um, uh, encompass a... Um, for example, for them to be able to go to camp and while they're at camp to get their shoot junior permit at the camp or, or, or in some way like that. So, for example, a parent who um, wants to take their kids uh, to the camp, they can just take them to the camp and then the kid comes home, they have a great if, time and, have, and they come home with a junior shooter. If permit. they don't have their minors, uh, sorry, their minors permit, can they still shoot on a P650 without, without a minors permit? Yes, but the parents have to be oh, there be to there. actually right. sign yes. the P650. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's where um, problems, having, arise. Yeah, problems have arise when you've got uh, like scout groups, school groups, etc. Mm, yep. You can do it. But usually the the biggest hurdle is you have to have the parents there to sign the P650 at the time. So it's that logistical issue. Um, What you're saying, Maz, about them going through a system and then coming out with a minor's permit, that's exactly what the St Mary's Indoor Shooting Centre Junior Development Program is all about. Right, okay. So they sign up for that. I think it's 12 weeks. It's 10 or 12 weeks on a Saturday morning and they start off and the very first thing that they do is, is the safety course 
and then um, they help them apply for their miners' permit. Right. They'll shoot under a P650 until that miners' permit comes through, and then they get coached um, in a, in a couple of different disciplines and and um, and trained and mentored. So mm. that that. To, to do that at a camp, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say no because you mm. nev- never say no. It's yeah, always yeah, good yeah. To, to investigate different things. Perhaps we can have um, some sort of an activity that's specifically for that purpose right. in the school holidays. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Because that would be a great way of getting young people through, mm. the, through the system and, um, and, and also teaching them about gun safety and teaching mm-hmm. them what it means to – and basically demystify, mm-hmm. I guess, a lot of the negative press that – yeah. Uh, gun owners get in the media, which mm. I'm sure mo- a lot of the kids are watching mm. that too. So, I yep. mean, w- once they get to actually handle firearms and uh, see that, okay, it's no big deal, you know, as long as you handle safety uh, safely, it's fine. Mm. I mean, that's really important. Mm. I'm very impressed with that because mm. um, I'm hoping that the New South Wales SSAA can take that in further and hopefully make mm. uh, shooting sports as part of some sort of school cur- mm-hmm. curriculum. Well, we do have branches that do that. And yep. our, our Batemans Bay branch has been really proactive with that. Right, right. We've had other branches look into it. What it comes down to, there has to be a teacher that is willing to take that sport forward. I see. And then... They've got to have a principal or a sports master or mistress that yeah, is supportive of I mean. it. So much because red tape. we've had, but we've had in the past um, principals that may well um, be interested, but sports masters or mistresses that, that don't agree with it, so it doesn't get yeah, a, but you know what, put Jason? on as part of the the sporting yeah. and and vice versa. We've had teachers that are really keen, and yeah. we've met with them, and our local branches have met with them, but the principal has said no, that's not going yeah. to be part of of our school. Sports system, yeah. and so that that's that's where we've got to I'm get. Surprised if they're a public school, they should be told what to do. I mean, well, they shouldn't be making. Look, Jason, you know what? To be honest, to be honest, that that's fair enough, and I, I don't agree with you with saying that, that that's red tape because it just comes down to individuals. It's a, it's it's, indi- it's it's opinions. Yeah, it's, it is, yeah, it's and, comes, yeah. and it's education. And what you're saying yeah. about um, if we can get more more kids to at least um, have exposure. To yeah. firearms and how to safely use them, etc. It takes away that taboo. So when, to I, them, when I was a kid, I would yeah. have done the same thing. Like, oh, someone's got to show it to him. Not that anyone did, but yeah. that's what you'd be. Oh, show yeah. it to me. See, what I grew up like? with firearms. My yeah. dad, when I introduced me, yeah. to, so so to me, firearms Didn't are was a big deal. Yeah, they're not a big deal. You respect them. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's 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 a correct way to handle them, to store them, etc., etc. That's instilled in me right from the start. And I went to school with people, obviously, that didn't couldn't understand or compre- comprehend mm. why I liked firearms. And I – sorry, <laughs> you got no, me no, going now. Right. I went no, to an right. agricultural high yeah, school. Yeah, no, you're right. And my father and I used to go out hunting northwest, not that very far from Tiltawira actually, and it was pigs and kangaroos that yeah. um, we were mainly, mainly shooting. Yep. There weren't a lot of goats out there back then. I went to an agricultural high school and I would come back after school holidays or whatever – and talk about what we'd done because we were yeah. on big properties doing whatever. And I was I copped all sorts of criticism. Really? really? And wow. I'm and I'm there. But that hang on, we're at an agricultural. <laughs> I wish, young. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at yeah. an agricultural high school. Yeah. And yeah. you copped wow, you yeah. copped criticism. Yeah. So, but it was a city school, yeah. and I reckon that's got a lot to do with it too. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 What I was going to um, suggest also, yeah. that if I may be so bold to suggest an idea. Um, of uh, introducing. Yeah, well, int- since when have you been hesitant <laughs> in making any yeah, suggestions? I know. He does talk a lot, doesn't he? He's talking <laughs> the whole time now. Introducing, um, for example, a mm. program where you can p- perhaps introduce uh, principals and teachers. 
yeah. to shooting yeah. sports. And, and Try and, and, shooting for our uh, school. Yeah. And show them what people. it's all about. Teach so that, that way, at least they've got first-hand experience and knowing what the, what the process mm. is. That way they may feel a lot more comfortable yeah. allowing the children to go through the sport. I don't think that's anyone that I've mm. ever had that's come away that I've mm. taken shooting or I've mm. you know, been out, they've come to sit or they've come to try it. Maybe they've not taken it on, but they've gone, oh, it's, nah, it's not that bad. Yep. It's just a couple of normal people and they're having fun. And what, what do you mm-hmm. think of that? I think that's a fantastic idea. And that, oh, that, don't tell that him that, comment, please. That, like, no, no, no. That, no, no. We'll have, we'll have to see yeah. what we can do yeah. about that. Um, but the comment that you made, um, Jason, just about, the mobile air rifle range that we've got is one of the most fantastic yeah. tools. They love it, yes. We take it around everywhere and it's one of the things that I absolutely love doing. Mm. You, people that have never fired a, a firearm before, they come up, you take it, through, take them through it, they give it a go, they hit the target. I mean, it's 10 metre air rifle range. Yeah. The rifles that we're using are pretty good with good scopes. So they usually shoot pretty well and they walk away with a smile. Mm. We, had one, we had a young guy that came in and yeah. we, we spoke to him about yeah. Yeah, his yeah. Uh, air rifle and he hits a couple of nines and tens in the yeah. middle and some eights and mm. he, he just said the smile on his face was sort of ear to ear. So he, yeah. he really enjoyed it. Mm. Mm. And, and like you say, it's not all about converting them and making them become shooters. But no, if they no. can understand how safely um, the sport is undertaken and if they can even get a bit of an idea about the rules and regulations that we have to operate on, it, it opens up their eyes and they're hopefully less likely to believe all the, I want to say bullshit, but crap <laughs> that you <laughs> a lot, that you A lot hear. of the negative press, yeah. really. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it, so it's, it's negative press, and uh, it's uh, driven by, as you know, it's agenda driven misinformation. Agenda driven mm. misinformation yeah. by yep. left wing, uh, yep. left wing press, which it's, it's a you know mm. we've got to battle it. We've got have to, we've got no choice. We have yep. to fight it, and we the only way we can fight it is mm. through positive uh, information and positive practical skills that we're going to teach the mm-hmm. new. But generation. how do you, how do you do that when things like that? What is it? Too many guns. dot com. You yeah. know David Shubridge. They mm. you know from what from what I've heard. Act, accidentally set him the data that was never supposed to go to him and now I mean people's data's out there for people mm. to look at, you know, and, mm. and how many guns in your area and mm. you know, and then, he, and then he talks about safety of firearms and, and mm-hmm. people's firearms being stolen. It's it's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. You know, a lot of people unhappy yeah. about that. No. You know? that, and and, and, and right, apparently from what I hear the police weren't supposed to give that out. They got a, a thing saying they weren't supposed to give it out and mm. accidentally how it got out to them and, and then all of a sudden mm. we've got this website of people's mm. I mean, what's next? Yeah, people's addresses. I mean, you mm. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, we'll save that conversation yeah, for another for, day. For, for the yeah. next show, for yeah. the next show. Anyway, we'll, Donna, we'll keep yeah. the exciting tell, tell us about your trip to China. <laughs> okay, well, I'm only back. I've only been back a few days. No, she's, she's, this, is, this is the life of an executive director <laughs> of the AA. Well, it's 12 months since I've been to America. Yeah, no, this um, That's this how long she's put China. me off, guys. That's how long she's put me off. <laughs> this trip, and I even went to China to try and avoid him, and it still hasn't worked. I know. So. <laughs> I knew I'd find her somewhere one day. You know, Huntfest. <laughs> yeah, no, my trip to China was it was different. It was um it was a fundraising cause. So right, yes. my brother in law and I signed up to do this trek along the Great Wall of China, and it was all about fundraising and raising awareness for a breast cancer. So we ended up as a team raising seventy thousand dollars for the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Um, and then we've trekked the Great Wall for five days. So we didn't do the whole wall because it's wow. 21,000 kilometres. Um, but far? we did five days that. of it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't we, know that. Yeah, we, it, was, it was great. We went to a lot of areas. You went to the areas. most scenic part, the, the part everyone goes to. No, we no? went to the parts that the tourists didn't go to. Oh, really? Wow, and it, cool. And I, I, if I had have realised what it was going to be like before I went, I probably would have had second thoughts. It was quite treacherous. Yeah. Um, the terrain was was difficult and there was – 
times where it was straight up or straight mm. down. Mm. Um, there were times we were climbing out of towers and trying to work our way down. Um, so it, we did have... So not exactly the safest thing you've done, no? No, no, it's not right. at Do all. Do they, um, I guess, uh, look after it and manage it and update it and, and uh, fix things that have gone wrong? No, or just there, don't touch there it? There are parts of the wall that have been restored and that's where... And we did walk on a couple of those. That's where m- mostly the tourists go. Mm. But there are a lot of parts of the wall that are unrestored mm. and we walked along those. And we also walked around military bases. So right. some parts of the wall are parts of military bases so we had to kind of divert and everything and we were walking past a military base and they were testing some sort of very large firearms or bombs. Right. We heard okay. that. Wow. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was really, really interesting. But um, I, I, I raised $40,000 but wow. 30000 okay. of that came from the shooting community and that's what blew the National Breast Cancer Foundation away wow. because we had um, – Generous donations from um, National, New South Wales and Sydney Branch of $5,000 each. The Insurance Brokerage and Shot Expo came on board with $1,000 each. A couple of different companies that we work with. Um, and then we ran a try shooting day, which raised fourteen thousand well, dollars. So, brilliant, brilliant. Um, and we we walked the double SAA logo was all over our shirts, and we walked the wall every day with these shirts with the logos, and that in itself started conversations about firearms. And in China, you can't own firearms. No, no. So right. A couple of our guys. Not going there. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go there for a holiday, probably. Yeah. But I wouldn't live there. Uh, yeah, a couple of the guides that we had were asking about firearms ownership in, mm. in oh, Australia. Okay. Were they surprised yeah. at the answers? Th- they were, and okay. but but it got the conversation going, yeah. which is fantastic. And also, all the people – I was in a group of 22 um, walkers. Four of them were breast cancer survivors, and all of them were under the age of 40. Wow. So we had – yeah, between yeah. 25 and mid-30s, these ladies had suffered um, from breast cancer, mm. and they were absolutely over-the-moon grateful – um, with with the generosity of of double S double A and the shooting community, so doing something like that also puts a new spin on yeah. on shooters. Some of these um, people probably had preconceived ideas, yeah. Um, and and it did take a couple of them, a couple of days to come and chat to me. But then oh, you know, as we shooter. got the conversation, <laughs> <laughs> as we got the conversation going, um, it was it was really really good. But so, that's great, you know. Fan- yeah. That's just fantastic, fan- uh, excellent result. But you won't hear that in the in normal media, will you, Diane? No, unfortunately, no. we won't. But um, it doesn't mean that we won't keep publicising it right, and yeah, pushing that ourselves. I mean, eighteen months ago, we did a girls' night in at St Mary's Indoor Shooting Centre. Um, and that was a Friday night. Uh, we raised twelve thousand dollars for the New South Wales Cancer Council, all as part of that Girls' Night In. Girls' Night In, yeah. That they yeah. have in October. And again, we, you know, we had photo ops. We had local media come, but um, mainstream media, unfortunately, doesn't really want to know about the good news stories. But that doesn't mean that we can't keep mm. we can't keep trying well, to right. get that that out there. That's right. And me and Jason yeah. will definitely try and get that out there. Absolutely. Mm. So, but I mean, it's a great story, and I think double mm. uh, in terms of hun- fundraising. For those really worthy causes, mm. I think it's a great effort, and mm. uh, you know it's it's a shame that a lot of people they don't really get to see that part of the double S double A, and they don't really get to see that part of gun owners. You know, they they don't. Didn't. They don't. But if we keep doing things like that, slowly but surely, yep. um, you know we we might not. 
we might not convince masses at once, but you can be sure that the couple of people that, that we talk to or we show, you know, what, what we've done yep. or what we're about will then say, oh, well, do you know when I was on that trip, we were with people, blah, 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 blah. And who knows, that, <laughs> yep. that message slowly might, might get out mm. there. Mm. Yeah. How do we get people involved? Because this is an interesting question. I want to get your thoughts on this. So often, a lot of people, as you know, are very, very critical sometimes on social media of the double S double A, saying they're not doing this, they're not doing that, and often, uh, you know, don't really get involved themselves at all. Mm. They're lazy. They're happy to point the finger. I mean, I join people, you know, say some interesting things to me. Oh, you know, no doubt you've heard them all. Like I'm under under the thumb. You know, I'm doing the work of Sydney Branch, whatever it may be, whatever crap they're saying. I mean, I'm getting out there basically for nothing. Uh, like I do with this show, we get some, don't we, Mars? We get some yep. slight, you know, uh, you know people you know, sponsoring the show that buy some of this equipment. A lot of this has come out of my own pocket. Mm. You know, I do it because I love doing it. How do we get people involved in, in, in getting involved if they want to be a part of it instead of, you know, uh, barking from the sidelines and mm. saying, well, you guys aren't doing this. How about getting involved, getting on your committees and getting those mm-hmm. people that, that, so they can actually make change? They talk about change and they don't do, they don't do anything. Or yeah. rather than or they just bag make people change. on forums, or they go here. They doesn't mm. matter where it is, but they're just hassling people. Yeah. And you know, yeah, it might be slow. And I've, we've said that before. I think yeah. there's some action. Some of its you know, criticism may be well well deserved in some areas, and other parts it's probably not well deserved. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. how do we get those people that are constantly saying, "Well, they're not doing this. They're not doing that." of pulling their finger out and getting involved themselves. I think first off, there's probably two things here. It's it's getting involved and making a change, but it's also becoming informed because I hear a lot of SSAA is not doing this or they're doing this, they shouldn't be doing this, they're saying this, blah, blah, blah. And it's all... It's all rubbish. What they need to do... You were do, going to say something else. I was. Yeah, no, I, could see the, I could see the bee coming. I could see the bee coming. Like she, uh, uh, no, she's not going to say it. She's not going to say it. They've, what they've got to do, if they've got a concern in the first instance, they've got to talk to someone. They've got to get... Mm. Don't believe what you're seeing out there on social mm. media or what, what other people are saying. Actually go to the source. Find out the facts first. And if if yeah. you don't agree with the facts, then, yeah, get involved. Double S double A is highly reliant on volunteers, everything that we do. We've got um, SSAA New South Wales office, we've got 10 staff. But the rest of our organisation is all volunteers. And so anyone can get involved at a number of different levels. If your passion is juniors, go to your local branch, get involved in juniors. If your passion is, I want to change the direction or I want to have an input into this, well then go and get involved in your local committee and you know give up, give up your time. And and volunteer. That's yeah. that's how you can. I don't think you get all this involved. money. I said. I think it's a it's a meal before before a meeting. I mean, you know, as if you, you know, you're. Well, pouring. you're lucky yeah. because most volunteers <laughs> yeah. get nothing. Yeah, well, there you go. We yeah. do try and I mean, recognise good, our yeah. volunteers. We try and. Are they, we, Mark? They're good. <laughs> we Mark's try and assist <laughs> branches. We look. We try and do what we can, but it's a sporting organisation that is highly reliant on volunteers. We have yeah. awesome volunteers at every level. Um, so. But people need to get involved rather than sit back from the sidelines and fling mud. Find out the facts first, and then if they if they're not if they're not what if you don't agree with them, then you you get off your. That reminds me and of my post, wasn't it? My post on the SPC program when I was I think I went off a bit half cocked initially. In my SP, have you mm. read that one? I should send it. Yes. To you. I haven't. No, I don't think we I've had taken a discussion that. about that. We did. We did about we talking did. and. Mm. Yeah, but about finding out the information and actually finding yeah, out yeah, facts yeah, before yeah. you. I mean, like, I, I've <laughs> you go off. I, hey, I've said cocked. this. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have me fly undone before, so <laughs> accidentally. So, um, speaking about that, purely accidental. Look, has gone into a fit of laughter now. She's she had to basically, guys. What happened is my fly was undone, embarrassing myself. So, 
you know, we, my listeners like to hear they like to have a laugh. <laughs> but and it's interesting, Dyke, because we have yeah. this conversation, and when yeah. people say, and I listen back to the show, because these, I just, just I've got to throw them together, I've got to edit yeah. them. Sometimes there's too many ums and ahs, we take all that stuff out, not mm-hmm. everything. But, you know, people will laugh when they do say, when we have a laugh, like, I'm laughing when I'm listening to me and him talk talk rubbish to each other. Yeah. And, and then people say, what do you think about that to someone that listens? And they go, yeah, like, I was in laughter when you guys were talking about that. And they bring up stories from last year, going, I remember you guys were talking about this. I thought, I didn't remember that. But it just mm. people love the laughter and the, yep. and the and the and the excitement and stuff like that. But you wanted to ask a question, didn't you? Yeah, actually. Um, before um, we finish off, it's like another show in itself. Jeez, we're up to 30, 30, 37 <laughs> minutes. Unbelievable. Well, um, we I attended the SSAA Sydney branch meeting, and one of the things that uh, really was a topic of conversation between myself mm. and the president uh, while we were there is because we had Senator Bridget McKenzie there mm. as a special guest, and despite the fact that Sydney branch has got thirty thousand members. We we only just had enough numbers to have a, to have a meeting, mm-hmm. all right. So we discussed that as just a, that that and was take a, out the friends that our friends that came because of me and the, that group. Well, yeah, m- that's might, right. might have dropped it under the so, limit. So that know. was that was quite a um, quite an issue um, because um, it's it's a disturbing mm. trend that you know in the future we might not be able to have enough numbers to to mm-hmm. have a meeting. And and despite the fact that we had a a fairly well known senator. Mm. Uh, attend the meeting. She she didn't really draw the crowds. Let's face it, she mm. didn't draw the crowds to come. So I, I fear that. And speaking to the president uh, James Walsh, I fear that um, is is it the double S double A is that the apathy that's grown amongst its members is is that causing people to shy away from participation? Do you think? So when you say there is a lot of apathy out there, yeah. um, the the problem that Sydney Branch has with getting a quorum for AGMs, it, it's not unique to Sydney Branch. Oh, I think yeah, you I, can talk I, to I just know. about yeah, every yeah. branch within New South Wales and all 49 branches probably have the same issue and they have different ideas to try and attract members to, to their um, AGMs. But when what it really basically comes down to is that – Unless there's some sort of controversy, people are happy just to go on and go on. There was so, absolutely none at this yeah, age. If, we're like, we mm-hmm. got it done in record time, didn't we? I so mean, it, it was kind of, a, it, it's kind of a good thing in a way? It's a good thing in as much yeah. as everyone, people Everyone's must be happy, generally no, no happy. Everyone's happy, no one wants to complain. They, do, they don't care enough yeah. to complain. It ha- whatever's mm. happening is going okay for them. Right. But so, it's, it's the AGMs or where there's controversy, and that'll happen in 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 a, bra- uh, a country branch or Sydney branch, wherever, if there's controversy or there's something that people are care enough about, then they'll get off their butts and go to the AGM. Otherwise, yeah. they don't feel that they, they need to. Because so how do we, there was so no how anger there, that's for no, sure. That's right. Not even anyone even asked a hard no, it was, question. It was, it was quite, a, quite a good mm. meeting. So how do we continue to kick goals, create positive outcomes, and at the same time keep people interested and wanting to be involved? It's probably the $64 million question. If we knew that, we'd, we would have had 30,000 people at there. At the AGM. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, I guess the key is um, it's got to be something that they, they care enough about to actually come to the, to the AGM. Mm. So whether that's they care enough because something's not going the way they want it to go or they care enough. Mm. Look, it's the same as whenever you're doing a good job, Yep. People rarely take the time to compliment you, no, but the minute right. you do something that they don't <laughs> exactly. like, you get they complaints. They turn up in droves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> turn and up so in it's droves. not it's not just double S double A. It's yep. not just the shooting sports. I think it's just life in general. Yeah. If people are happy enough, they're happy enough to just 
But what was disconcerting, though, I found, and probably a lot of people found this, was the amount, except for our group that came, that was in regards to us being there. We were the only sort of young table. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely not stars. (laughs) Hey, maybe we need to you guys to travel around to all the AGMs, and then you know you can be the star attraction. I I noticed that we were the only younger people there. I mean, there was a lot of older people. There's not a a lot of young people injecting themselves into the community, Mm. into those AGMs. I mean, there's a few, but Mm. if I had to. What there was probably eighty five percent. I don't know eighty five ninety percent even that were mm. probably over at least over fifty. There was not a lot of young yeah. people there. But is it a matter of of time? Like oh, everyone is. Well, I don't so have time, time either. You know, I don't have time, but yeah, I, I, know, I make but it happen. But you're well, yeah. But you're very passionate about about well, this. So it, I mean, if if true, if you've you got a, if a you young had family, me, there'd be, be a lot yeah. of changes, wouldn't there? If, um, <laughs> if you had me and Mars say times or me Mars and some passionate people times a thousand or times a million. Mm. Imagine what we could get done. That's the mm. disappointing part. There's enough people there that can make a difference. I mean, what is it now? 1.1 million. They reckon Crimtrack was 1.9, but they found that to be not true. Mm. It was 1.1. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's a lot mm. of shooters. And then, you know, probably 90% of them, oh, yeah, don't worry. You know, take my guns. I'll just go fishing. You know, like, oh, still Sydney attitude. Branch. Sydney Branch is 30,000 members or roughly thereabouts. 32,000. 32,000. Mm. You'd, think, you'd think we'd get at least 1%. At least three hundred and twenty people. Mm. Yeah, you know? it's it bad it's when you actually t- think about that. We're not, we're not even yeah. getting the one percent. Mm. So, uh, anyway, it's, it's an interesting problem, it and is. Uh, and it's something that should be on 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 the agenda quite mm. heavily. I think, uh, mm. especially. Anyway, we'll, 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 we'll it, well, I can tell you, mm. Muzz, it definitely is. It, it's it's talked about often. Um, it is. It's a question that um, is talked about at a number of different levels within SSAA. How do we get more interaction? Mm. Because it goes further than that. Mm. We've got. Um, we rely heavily on volunteers, as yeah. as I was chatting about earlier. Well, our volunteers tend to be the older ones in the branch. Well, they're not. They're not going to be around forever. No, no, but no. then you also get burnout because it's generally a small group of volunteers that do everything. They go, and they go to everything, and they're the ones. Because, oh yeah, Mark Godwin is yeah, standing a couple of meters away. <laughs> <laughs> because they're the ones that do everything. Everyone goes to them and knows they're going. And then you either they either burn out and they either say, "Look, I'm sick of this. I'm walking away." And then yeah. and then where do you go? So it's it's not just getting them to meetings. It's mm. it's how do we get them involved? It's going to be bad before it gets worse if a lot of these old folks and say the next ten years aren't there and but, the young ones don't get involved. But as, as I don't know if you recall one of the. Um, part of the presentation I gave at the AGM, the actual demographic of our membership is getting younger. Mm. But they're not uh, getting uh, involved. Got, they're having, getting involved though. They're, they're getting involved in what they want to get involved yeah, in. Which is go okay. shooting on Saturday, shoot yeah. some targets, come but, home, which is great, which is great. They're using yeah. the facilities, which mm. is what they're there for, but getting yeah. them involved beyond that. But volunteering is not mm. a big thing. Volunteering for the older people and still even like my generation, volunteering yeah. is an important thing to do. But mm. like I've got a lot of friends and things that that, that don't volunteer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, you haven't done your job then, have you? You should be getting them more involved. <laughs> <laughs> you should be chatting to them saying, get involved. But it's true, not everyone's but, passionate. No, I not mean. everyone's passionate. People are happy for things to go along and, and be involved, etc. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a perplexing question because there's a lot of different areas that we need more people to be mm. more involved in. Like ju- juniors, you know, um, we've got – only 25% of our branches have a junior development program. But yeah. juniors, at the, that's the grassroots level. That's yeah, where you're going right. to get the juniors involved. So how do we then get the branches to be more involved? But then how do we put – we don't want to put more burden on the branches because the branches are all run by volunteers. Yeah. And you don't – like so it's, it's really hard to – it's a vicious, vicious circle. Is, it, is there any discussion like as in, for example, let's say hypothetically 10 years in the future, we're struggling to get numbers at, at the meetings – 
because we're doing such a good job that no one's interested anymore. <laughs> you know, right? Let's say, let's ideally, we get ten right? ideally, you guys are just too good enough okay, to talk about. We, we did, we're just doing a great job. No one cares. Everyone's everything's going well, so no one's really caring about it. So, guy's got a phone on. She's ringing. This is a cardinal sin when you even know what really radio. It's a cardinal sin to not turn your phone on silent. Sorry. Is, is there any discussion about mm. potentially changing the structure of the organisation? Like, so for example, so we don't have to. Um, have these type of meetings unless they're actually called for, you know what I mean? Like, because the, yeah, the problem we have, Muz, is because they're incorporated associations, they're they governed by the Act, yes. Part uh, membership organizations, there are certain things you have to do. You have to have an annual general meeting because you have to provide certain reports to your members right. and you have to give your members opportunity to vote for their representatives and to have their say. Mate, we didn't even get people that even wanted so, to any oppose any of them. Yeah, they're just straight in. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that, no that, opposed people, no one running. What, what that's if we, either what if apathy continue, or they're really happy with the job. Yeah. The, what if we continue oh. to get low numbers okay. and not enough yep. numbers for a meeting? So like, you, don't, I mean, how are we gonna, you don't have a quorum. Yeah. So when, we were, when we did the constitution review um, a couple of years ago, one of the biggest um, discussion points was the quorum because right. for branches that have – I'm going to pull off the top of my head. I think it's branches that have less than oh, – oh, look, I don't know. There's a little right. yeah, I haven't got the constitution in front of me. They have yeah. to get 5% yeah. of their members right. to the AGM. If you've got a branch that's got 100 members, they've got to get five people to their AGM right. to make Ooh, that. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you, if the, you reduce that quorum – if you reduce that quorum from 5%, you could get to a stage where you have one or two people that can actually um, – they can set the policy and they can make all of the decisions the 30, for 30, a branch 30, which involves um, not only its policy administration but its financial yeah. decisions. So mm. so you have to look at that yeah, side of it as well. Um, yeah, a yeah. Pro- a and, problem. And yeah, you can yeah. set it up so that you've got a stacked committee or those sorts of things. So – so whilst quorums are a burden, they are they're a protection mechanism as well. Of course, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they are part of part of the act. Well, five sure. percent is not part of the act. Yep. It's what generally the consensus was when we did the okay. the roadshow. So anything else to finish off? The exciting that you can tell us nothing. Any any future things we're going to do or, or, or lots and lots and lots. No. But you know what? We'll have another chat <laughs> about right. Expo, yeah. and then yeah. we'll have our our interview, and I'll have more to tell you. Um, yeah. She's put me yeah, off, guys. No longer. Don't be putting <laughs> me off any longer. Just to give everyone a bit of a scene, what's happening here? I think I think myself, Jason, um, Mark, and Diana was pretty much the only people left here inside the building. <laughs> I was and the security, security you... guard just walking around. Everyone's gone. All the exhibits are closed. Yeah. <laughs> I must admit, we're the last got... man standing. Have literally. you noticed it's just got a lot colder in the last half an hour? They've turned the heating off. Yeah. I was here going. I better get me jacket on. You think there's enough hot air coming out of this place to keep us all warm, wouldn't you? It's plenty it's from de- this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the middle, yeah. Put it, it's definitely not coming out of mic number one, which is me. Put it that way. <laughs> anyway, Diana, thanks for your time. It's been no a worries, pleasure. you're very it's welcome. Been... I look forward to seeing you guys at Shot Expo. Thank you very much. Good on okay, you, Diana. See Thank ya. you very much. Bye-bye. You've just been educated, and this is the Australian Hunting Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.